Once upon a time, many moons ago, two righteous dudes split a 12-pack and talked about stuff. These are their stories. Crispy beer nice. opening sound for another episode of the 12 Pack Podcast with AJ and Jared. This is delicious. <laughs> yeah. And as you can already tell, there's a third voice in this room. We are joined by our first guest, one of one of our longtime friends, local radio personality, and as he calls himself, the hashtag loud bald man. <laughs> Uh, Peapot, how the hell are you? Hi, man? guys. I, I'm your first guest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so honored. I, you I, are uh, the first other person in this room. I haven't us. seen you guys in like, okay, so real talk, I haven't seen you guys in like a good few years, and it's so nice to like get back and see you guys, because I miss you guys, and I love you guys, and I'm so happy of all the things that have happened in your lives. Well, so, spoiler alert, you know. Peapod, we love you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there's, 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 a, there's a healthy amount of heterosexual love in this room. Great. It might, it might be more once I take my pants off. Uh, oh, it's a good thing we're not... Well, I mean, all... if we're going to get weird. If we're going to get weird. Oh, well, it, duh. F- fuck, if him taking his pants off is weird, <laughs> this show let's is... See, let's see Let's see how many beers I get into, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> so, it's... Uh, we've, we've already talked about plenty of weird shit mm-hmm. on this show. I don't think Peapod taking his pants off is that far No, of God, no. So, I, I remember Jared talking about wrestling porn. Wrestling and porn was episode and just, one, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, I a, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed, and and b, uh, yeah, you're right. It's not the weirdest thing. Me taking my pants off is not the weirdest thing on the show. So no, it's not even close. I'm like Jared. super anal, like watching my levels and everything. This is this is the radio guy in me. This is like the audio thing in me. So I'm like trying to adjust like how far I'm supposed to be talking. Well, you're but. fine because if, if it gets too bad, I'll let you. Because that's the one you got to watch. That's the one this, I gotta watch. We're all coming in the okay. same feed. Okay, so that one, side. that one. So yeah. I'm not too bad then. Yeah, you're the third one. In all right, good. So good. I'm not too bad then. Um, Jared, how's your week been, man? Uh, uneventful. You're Go. you. I cannot tell you how much of an exciting life you leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it's been it's been pretty uneventful. I've been getting uh, relentless chastising about the uh, Jimmy John's girl. <laughs> oh what? Like oh, did he, you not listen to that? episode? No, I haven't. No, I'm I, I, I'm, oh, I'm you behind. Were, you're pretty behind. far back. Long, long story. Long story short, Chris, uh, I had a stalker who was also a Jimmy John's uh, delivery driver for a brief time, and uh, so now. Uh, it's gotten to the point where, like, if I if someone asks me like what I'm gonna do for a meal, like, <laughs> what, what, oh god, why don't you order Jimmy John's? Yeah, hey, uh, hey, uh, you gonna you gonna order Jimmy John's? But say you know it was bad when your own mother asked you about that. Yeah, and then and then on top of it, she like elbowed me in the rib like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did, did you order Jimmy John's? <laughs> <laughs> so since your week was you know uneventful and probably just work filled and boring. Yeah, no, I uh, I went to work. I uh, played video games. Yeah, Peabody, how's your week I, been, I, I bud? I drank some oh. beers. Busy. I had to fill in 
I had to do my own morning show, and then I had to fill in on, on 94.5 XKR for my boss, who's in Florida. And, he's in uh, Florida? He's in Florida. He's <laughs> in Florida, actually. Uh, he was in Florida, so I had to do all that, plus all the other work I do. Like, I swear, if, like, if I ever, like, call a day off, like, people, like, shit hits the fan. It's like, I, I do that up. much. But uh, it was it was busy, but Riots it's in the street. this rides this one people oh flip tables <laughs> and um, yeah no it was a lot of a lot of a lot of things going on but uh, I, uh you know uh, after that my friend just messaged me and said Peapod oh that I is- love your face and I miss you oh okay that's nice <laughs> I'll talk to her later I'm in the middle of podcasting uh but it's uh is my friend my old friend Lisa that um. I haven't seen her in years. Uh, that we were uh, we were in a, 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 a repo the genetic opera shadow cast group. So it's like they play the movie and then they like they reenact some of the stuff on the stage. And it was like friends that I met. It was like in a circle of friends that I met through, through my my buddy Joe and all of them. So like I haven't seen her. I haven't heard from her in like years. All of a sudden she just literally messaged me right now. So. It's a day of reunions. Yeah, it's real, it really is. It's just like, hey, Peapod's coming out of his shell for once. This work and doing a morning show is rough. I was telling him, I was telling AJ, Jared, that, like, here's my work schedule now. Like, I wake up at 3.45 in the morning. Uh, I do, I, I, I shit, shower, shave, the pets out, feed uh, feed myself, make coffee or anything, go to work, go to work, do the morning show, do all the stuff I do behind the scenes, go home, take a power nap. Uh, like I go home around two, three o'clock, take a power nap and wake back up and do the rest of my, uh, day and then go to sleep around like 10. Damn. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I get the same response every time I've been saying that. So it's, 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 yeah, I don't get up quite that early. Yeah. I'm, I'm up at six and then at six thirty, and then at seven <laughs> and then I'm up at seven fifteen when the last alarm goes off. It's, oh fuck. I gotta go to work. Duh. You gotta, you just gotta learn to like get up and go like best you can. I, I don't get up and do a lot of things. Well, because <laughs> like, you're a bum. No, I'm kidding. I'm, fuck, you're not wrong, man. <laughs> you're a bum. You're a bum. But say, my, my life is work. I come home and I look around and go, oh, this is my house, right? And then I was like, I'm either playing games with uh, Jared and our buddy Aaron or I'm playing with Kevin and, and Captain Salt himself, Mike. Yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, he was... Cause I played with him the other night. They were, he, he wasn't too bad. Right, 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 right. I love Mike. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if he'll ever listen to the show, but if he does, Mike, you already know how I feel, and and I know I've told you to your face. You're just a salty bitch. But because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was one night he we were playing a new game. Um, well, it's not a new game, but it was new for us. Uh, Cuisine Royale, which is basically a battle royale where you can get like a waffle iron to cover your ass. That's Lisa. You know her. Apparently. I do know her. Yes. yes. Okay. Go um. On. So. I just lost train of thought. Um. It's something battle royale. Yeah. Okay. So we. I was playing the game most of the day. Liked it. I was having a good time. Kevin hadn't played it yet. Neither had Mike. So we jumped all in together. Kevin was like, "This isn't that bad." And you would have swore like the developer of that game drove straight to Mike's house. <laughs> And just punched him in the dick for 20 minutes. Because he was super fucking pissed off and salty. Just the entire time. And I yelled at him. And then we played Rocket League and everything was okay. I couldn't tell you the last time I played a video game that was not on my phone. Like, I, I haven't played a console game in years. Like, the last console game that I played was Metal Gear Solid Five. 
That oh, that was out a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'll play anything Metal Gear Solid related. It's by far my favorite video game series of all time. That that just that just harkens me back to when we cram into your apartment. Oh and my play, god! And play Soul Calibur. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> Zaslamel. It's like eight <laughs> syllables. No wonder you lost. <laughs> those those apartment stories. Because I I know I know if you guys told a couple of them, but like you you have to remember, like in, in Toledo, like we were like right by the campus. This is right when like those apartments across the street like just fairly yeah, they, newly they opened. Were pretty new. They were pretty new. There was like nothing around that like. The shit that's around UT now, I'm I'm jealous. Like it's actually they're well, building... they put that whole well, yeah, like... even just across the street from where you used to live. Yeah, like the way they there's like a fucking restaurant. Yeah. There's Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. yeah. Johns in there and shit. One of the places I go for a barbershop, Lamoda. That's where uh, I once in a while go to. You know, great dude. He got really excited to find out that I was Lebanese. So like it was, it was great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's a great dude. Um, uh, but yeah, like all the shit around there, like Toledo was really like turned a lot of corners in the last like handful of years. I mean, there's a lot of work to still be done, but like they've done a lot of good. Yeah, um, if they I, could, if some of that good can be transferred to the fucking roads, oh, well, we'd be golden. Well, yeah, that's what the the current mayor is working on right now. Not uh, hard with, enough. Yeah, well, I allegedly that's the biggest thing. Like, and the only reason I only know about this because there might be a possibility that I might have. Small, slight spoiler alert if it pans out I might have the mayor on my morning show Ooh, damn yeah I got I work with a guy named Kevin Mullen out of the thread marketing group where um, that like he like I we hooked up at, uh, at an event and like I always say it's like hey you know like you're a guy that knows a lot of things around here <laughs> you're a guy right yeah you, you're a guy you're a guy you're a guy that knows guys and gals and whatnot and I'm all and I'm for my show I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm like super big on like what am I is it? It's on its way. Oh man! Yeah, we ordered pizza. Yeah. The, if the, the I don't know tracker. if you saw the look that he gave me, that's no. what I was like. He just he went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to last time, no, this is getting here in record yeah, time. We delayed the show because we were waiting because it was right. only, it was supposed to be like forty five minutes. Right. Well, an hour later, it still said making the pizza. Yeah. What are they like cutting the wheat it themselves in the back and like <laughs> kneading it? Or like, I don't know. Is... So we're sitting here watching the XFL. <laughs> Because I mean, what else are we gonna do? Is that is that as good as 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 people say? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed. It. I, I was enjoying. It was really, it. I it was good. Oh, God. It's not. I don't know. It's not the old XFL where you got dudes named He Hate Me. And oh well, yeah, the late hits were allowed. Yeah, that's but... what. The, all I know is like it's like f- more. It's like more football. Football. Like because like NFL. Because I'm not a sports guy myself, but I I know I I've seen the complaints and I hear the the the, the, the like the N- the NFL rightfully so it's gotten a little bit m- too safe. In in some aspects, in some aspects, I mean, I think I think like the need... rule, the rule changes and everything, and well, makes it I th- like I think I think some of that needed to happen, but also too, I think that just the whole pace of the game has slowed down, right? Just because they, you know, they jam in all these commercial breaks, and then they got to stop every play because every play's under review for did this guy lead with his head or his shoulder? We can't tell. Right? Did, did this guy tickle his butthole or his taint? Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, but like. You know, but, some places that's foreplay, but you know. <laughs> but but I think but I think one of the things that I know we, we talked about this last week a little bit, but one of the things I enjoyed about the XFL is like the everything kept going, like it was. So it kept, it kept the clock kept yeah, going. Faster pace. The, I love the kickoff rule. I didn't get to see their. What's the kickoff rule? Basically, in, in the NFL, the kickoff everybody's lined up on the twenty-five. Right. They can't leave until the kicker kicks the ball. Then they run. Okay. In the XFL, the guys, the kicker's by himself. 
everybody's lined up. It looked like on like the 45 or the 50. Yeah, somewhere close to midfield. And the other guys are on like the 30. The ball has to cross the 20-yard line or it's automatically brought back to the other team's 45. Wow. And same thing if they kick it out of bounds. It's like it's a whole it's it's meant to be more high scoring than the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but but in that they've achieved the the the, the game the game goes the, it's a much faster pace. Yeah. Okay. Say and they've they've instituted like the college rules like in college it's one foot inbounds for a catch, and same in the XFL. It's just a lot of little rule changes that I think are going to be to make it pretty interesting for like the casual sports guy. All mm-hmm. right. All right. Yeah. Because I because I. Because I think that's their, I think that's their target market. Because the NFL will always have its diehards. Oh but yeah, I think, but I think they're trying to capture the people that just want to watch football. That they're they're just not they're watching not, football for football. Yeah. yeah, they're not super invested either way. So right. I uh, so to come back to what we were talking about about fixing the roads, the mayor might be coming on the show because the guy from Thread Marketing Group knows a lot of people and knows the mayor. So like the mayor might be he's he's trying to push an issue that will raise taxes a little bit, but all the money that has a has a tax income rate, uh, temporary tax income raise for everybody. Uh, but all that money that is from the raise itself will go directly for roads and nothing else. So like, and, and that will raise and then all that money and it will be for like 10 years and all that money that is raised goes directly for road, uh, and, uh, and only for road, uh, road repaving and road fixing. Um, but it so has to be pushed on March. No, that's the, your washer. I think I don't have that running. Well, you have something to run, your fridge or whatnot. Oh. Well, Jared's well, going to get up and check on that. All right. But I've, as as I've noticed, or as I've noted on the show, I drive a tow truck for a living. Right. Um, And it's just, the roads are just fucking atrocious. Oh, no, yeah, a lot of places, like, yeah. They redid, they had to do some pipe work on Alexis Road. So Alexis was tore up for almost a good month and a half. Word, yeah. Whoever fucking paved that needs to be fired. Oh, okay. Because it's it looks like uh, how can I describe it? It's basically as if they just took like a cave floor <laughs> and threw it in the middle of the road. Huh. Yeah, exactly. It's just like and then you get a smooth patch. Like the one guy actually tried that day and then right. <laughs> it's just, I intentionally... How'd that go again? <laughs> okay. Pizza's here. Yeah, pizza. But yeah, it's just smooth and then... Are we talking about Alexis Road? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That thing's a big pile of shit. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. was so good because they just repaved it and then the water company's like, hey guys, watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Do you want to stop for pizza? We will we will take an early commercial break All here, right. and Are we can play my commercial. Oh, since you're here, yeah, and you gave yeah. me an excellent hug, I did. It only makes sense that we play your commercial. Yes, score. So you guys will hear Peapod's delicious voice, a nasally baritone voice. <laughs> I was complimenting you. I know that's why I, I like making fun you, of myself sometimes. You dick. I know. Sorry. Continue. But sorry. We will be right back. The On The Radar podcast features interviews. But like you said, you've done your research. <laughs> you've prepared for this. I've got an economics degree that kind of lends itself right. to research. We were like, let's go break stuff. Right. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, like me and Alex are like, 
I, I want to scream about how sex is weird because I'm 15. Because <laughs> I'm weird. And I'm weird. <laughs> and I want to break my guitar because feelings are weird. I know what sex is. I was just wondering if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> and studio performances. Artists coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern areas. Go check it out on all your podcast feeds and follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at On The Radar PC. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> I was going to say, you want, you want to scream in on one? And we're back. There we go. So, fuck, look at the satellite yeah, on that one. Spikes. Wow. That's how that works. Yeah. Wow. As... As is tradition on this show these days, since my buddy Kyle seems to find <laughs> the most oh. random and weird questions to send into our show, uh, we're, we're going to dub, as Jared just called this, we're going to call this segment Kyle's Corner. <laughs> I feel like the reading rainbow theme should be like playing on that one. <laughs> just like... Kyle's Corner. Wiggly, wiggly, wow! <laughs> so he's got a couple questions in here, as per usual. <laughs> One of them being, if you could choose any two famous individuals to have a sex tape with, who would it be? So, like, I'm I'm the third wheel in this scenario. Like, everybody's all on board. It's just everybody fucking everybody. Oh. Christina Hendricks. Ooh, that's, Ooh, that's a good that's choice. A, thank you. Thank you. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Who am always... Who am always fucking... So I'm, I'm going to do two. Okay. And there's a reason for it. Okay. Is one of them a porn star? No, because right. one is two girls and one is two dudes. But... Oh, so... Right. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm, very forward of you. I, hey, man. The, the, the I don't, You know what? Honestly, honestly... Uh, if John Barrowman told me to drop my shorts, and if you don't know who that is, go look him up. He was in Doctor Who, and he's a big British uh, actor uh, uh, and uh, singer. If he told me to drop my shorts, I would. So <laughs> let's uh, say I'll, I'll get the dudes out of the way because those are already in my head. Okay, because I'm weird. Okay, um, Jared probably already knows one of them right away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds. I mean, hands down. Yeah, I would let Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. put more than a finger in my butt. <laughs> uh, and the second one is Chris Pratt. You know what? Well, first off, my 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 wife my wife would would drop her drop her shorts for uh, for Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Ooh. and Chris Pratt in that order. <laughs> no, so. well, well, excuse me, no, sorry, Johnny Depp, then Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. She so loves Johnny Depp. That's the gay threesome I would like. Right. Um, just I'm just throwing it out there. I gotta think of another one. I can't. Fuck. I know at least Christina Hendricks is one. At least Which, one. That's a solid fucking. Thank shout. you. Thank you. Like, you know what? I, I'll say this. I'll say this because I said this off mic and I'll say it on mic because I'll 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 die on this hill. Su- Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I I, I am I am not ashamed of that. Yeah. 
I can I can get it. You I mean you were talking about it before we got back on air? Yeah, and you were very staunch about it. Yeah, so yeah, she can get it. <laughs> she could. <laughs> just so, just the way just you like say it. it. <laughs> yep, yep. She can get it. She can get it. Um, <sighs> what the fuck is her name? I can't think of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, I know he will agree with me on it. His <laughs> search is Instagram name. slash stockpile photos when the internet's down. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that weird yet. Give me time. <laughs> Fuck. I don't even remember her fucking... What? Like, where is she from? Game of Thrones. Which character? Is it the Mother of Dragons woman? No. I never got into Game of Thrones. That's okay. I just... I, I don't know. Something Which one? Which character? I don't remember the character's name either. That's the problem. Well, can you describe... Who she is? Hold on, I'll get it, and the second I say it, you'll know exactly. Was who it the is. woman that that, that Natalie point... Dormer? Oh fuck yeah, Marjorie Tyrell. Yes, I couldn't think of the fucking house she belonged to. Marjorie Tyrell. What was so, it? Natalie what? Natalie, Natalie Dormer. Dormer. Natalie Dormer. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's Yo, my two. J Love Hewitt, huh? You cocksucker! Wow. <laughs> you piece of shit. I feel like I just took your exact two. <laughs> no, you you robbed one for sure. Like uh, you can still take no, J Love. No, no, no. We're not living in a world of duplicates. What if these all happen at the same time, AJ? Yeah, AJ. Then how about this? I'll, your house will be really busy because you'll have two dudes <laughs> and two chicks. I'm, I'm fucking everybody. What are you waiting? <laughs> it's 2020. Do, do you ever? Do you, for a, it's 2020. B, you ever hear the story about the guy that had two penises that worked? What? what? Oh my god, you never... Okay, this let's, is like, let's put that story okay. on hold. Alright, we'll pin that for a moment. So, I'm, I'll look ahead, this up. Why? I'm gonna take J-Love off my, my... No, you already did it. Okay. You already committed. Like, I, was, I was gonna throw another one out there. Don't be a bitch. Who's the other one you're gonna throw out? Fucking Shakira. Oh, well... Oh, well, well her hips don't lie. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, let me change that because I want Shakira and Natalie Dormer. Okay. That's, those are solid, those are solid choices. Yeah. Oh God, Shakira. And in the words of of Peapod, she could get it. <laughs> uh, she can get it. Hashtag she can get it. <sighs> so I've given you that option back. No, I don't want it. Liar. Um, no, I don't. I don't want it. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. The first one would be Cat Zangano. Really, I I okay. Yeah, Cat, I can, wait, I can Cat, get behind Cat's, that one. Cat Zingano, she's she uh, she's a fighter. Uh, you also don't fuck her; she would fuck you. Uh, that that's very correct. Oh <laughs> God! I mean, yeah, if you're into that, that's fine. I respect you for your choice, and but she's she's scary. Yeah, yeah, that's part she's of the fear. Yeah, that is that's part of the allure. No, yeah, fear boner, fear 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 boner. All right, like, all right. Like the, right. the fact that she could probably. Oh, not probably. Definitely, what my ass is is moderate, you know, mildly attractive. Fear erection, as they <laughs> yeah, call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not. I'm not above. I'm not above right. to just lay hey, there and sweat. You, you, dude, um, yo, go for it. I got a second one. Right. Um, I was just like. I mean, completely honest. I have a hard time with just one woman. Let alone, I don't know if I could ever. If the if the stars for some strange ass reason aligned, you know. 
Yeah. An- another one for me was um, Maria Brink. I don't know who that is. She is the singer for what the fuck is the name of that band? In this moment. Because I'm thinking, oh, that, right. that's a All good right. one. Because like, right. like Lizzie Hale came across. That was my another head. one that went in my head. No, I'm not a big fan of Lizzie no. Hale. No. But but you got me. You got me on Game of Thrones, so I'm stuck on this. The other one would be Natalie Emanuel. She played Masande. Uh, oh, Lady in Red. No, the Red Lady. No, that is Melisandre. Oh. No, Masande was da- uh, was Daenerys's. Oh uh, yeah, interpreter. Okay. I'm on board with that. Yeah, Natalie Emanuel. So, my mother just texts me. Yeah, and she goes, "Hey, will you spend time with Gracie? Because I'm gonna go over there and take care of the dog for a few minutes after the show." Yeah, and then her next text was, "Your dad is making me watch some Godzilla movie." <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> So, but yeah, those are those are solid picks. Yeah. I'm trying to think: is there if there's anybody? I, I almost went Scarlett Johansson. No, she uh, something about her now, like just kind of down. Like maybe a few years ago, yeah. Now she's just kind of more of annoyance than anything. <laughs> I just watched her in in a, a Marriage Story. Is that movie any Netflix? good? It's like the act, the story and the pacing is weird. The acting is very good. Okay. Like Adam Driver, he's the man. Right. Like, the dude's a f- the fucking man. Aside from the fact that he played whiny ass Kylo Ren. Well, yeah. I still have not watched the last two Star Wars films. I watched, I watched the last one. I watched the first half of the second one. I keep saying I want to, but then like we end up watching it when it's like too late and I'm fucking tired. Yep. That's where I started watching the last one. Yeah, but no, Ad, like everything else I've seen Adam Driver in, I love. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> but the but the movie's not bad. Right. But even in that movie, Scarlett Johansson comes off as kind of a bitch. Hmm. But that's kind of the point. But I say, but as you heard how upset Jared was when I picked J-Love, there's, there is a, a big... Big boner between the two of us for her. I love oh, yeah. so, you. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Would... Now, diving back into Kyle's corner. All right. Wait, do you want me to tell you about the two penis dude? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Okay. So, I'm like, the one that told you to hold off Okay, on yeah. So, so years ago, there was there was this, like, this story that went viral, and this guy on, on Reddit was talking about this. This guy had two, and he wrote a book. He has a condition that he had, actually has two legit two penises. That work. It's a dude. super. It's a one fifty five million chance of getting it. And this dude, like, he would fuck anything. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, yeah, I would too. Yeah, he fucked any everything. So here's, here's the. I'm, I'm showing the shit. Yeah. First off, he's hung as a motherfucker. But second of all, like, he would share stories about like goodness. Yeah. Like he 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 would fuck anything and everything, and they both actively worked. So yeah, like, do you go high low in that situation? I mean, at that point, yeah. I mean, you Dude, can. You could hit both holes at one time. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So apparently, like that's it. he's talking. He's like he he was telling about like how he's he he'd be doing he'd be banging one girl and dudes like jerking the other one and just like. But, like, that can actually cause a lot of problems because like it, it has a rare you can almost have like spina bifida because of that. And uh, and shit like that, but yeah, like 
I always, like, remember, like, I don't know why. Well, I mean, now I know why, because it's a dude with two penises, two ex-word <laughs> penises. That, that's something that, like, I'm sure your listeners, all six of them, uh, will, like, I'm kidding. I'm hey, kidding. now. I'm, I'm kidding. I love you. I'm kidding. I'm one of the said six. It's like 17. <laughs> <laughs> like, would, like, remember and be, like, intricate. Well, here's the like, thing. It's I guarantee the... everybody that's listening to this show is like, Dude with exactly. exactly. You're like you're like you don't want to know, but you kind of want to know. You're gonna Google. You're it. gonna Google it. And, if and you, he wrote a book. And he wrote a book about it. See, and if you comment on our show saying you didn't Google it, you're a fucking you're liar. A fucking liar. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Go to the, go to the second question. All right. So to, back into to Kyle's corner. Kyle's corner. Do do do. In Kyle's corner. In Kyle's corner. <laughs> Let's see here. One of them was. Uh, and this, to me, is pretty easy. One was Van Halen or Van Hagar. Van Halen. Yeah. Neither. Ha- Halen all the If I had to me. choose Van Halen. Yeah. And that one of, uh, another one was, would you tango, tango, as in, would you bang a porn star? I See, I read that and I was like, does he mean like actually tangoing or banging? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not dancing, trust me. I suffer from a rare disease called CRD, which is Caucasian Rhythm Disorder. I can't dance. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, I'm using that. Thank you. Thank you. So I tell, I just tell people I don't know where my body is relative to the universe, so I just like run into everything. Uh, would you bang a porn star of your choice knowing that she would professionally critique you after? Well, doesn't every woman do that? Well, yeah. I mean... But my answer is yes, because as long as I'm fucking a porn star and I get my nut, who cares? Well, I mean... I mean, I don't know if I, I necessarily want to bang no, a porn no, star. No, you know, I mean... There's there's a couple I'd tango with. You know what? Like, and as a as a as kind of an analytical person. Oh shit! Peapod's getting I porn probably, by the numbers. No 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 <laughs> not 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 the stats or anything. But like as a, like, as, God, not I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have a ba- like you have a baseball card instead of like runs betted in. It's like you know like. Panties wetted in or something. <laughs> like your sexual history is like on a, ba- on a baseball card. Ross successfully undone. <laughs> One-handed. This, this man has the highest broad undone per average in the league. Get, get this man to Cooperstown. <laughs> Just don't try the gum. Uh... No, I, I feel like uh, for just a, like an analytical like standpoint of just like rhythm or like technique or whatnot, like yeah, I kind of wouldn't I wouldn't mind trying to improve improve my game. I mean, I'm a happily <laughs> I'm a happily married man. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't mind to like know like what I can every do. guy wants to do better. Yeah, every you, you know what you want to do better. I mean, I'm pretty confident in my game. Don't get me wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's some areas I could use some work in. Yeah, I think so. we all could. So I think, I think, I think, yeah. If it, if it was a critique afterwards, yeah, I would. Like the the speed and angle in which you were going in. Well, just like you know, just like how how you know you know how you would do it. You know how how you getting there or how you getting her there or things like that. Like I honestly, I, that's actually not as bad as a question as as it probably was trying to be. But that's <laughs> just like how my mind works because I like. Like I'm breaking it down for like a scientific standpoint. Yeah, I wonder. No, I'd be in. Yeah. Yes, I'm down. I'm. I'm wondering now because we were talking about fucking stats and shit of porn stars. 
if somewhere on the internet some dudes made like porn star baseball cards. Uh, to the internet. I'm you, sure. I'm you, sure. Go, go to the next question. I'll look it up. So I'll, we, put my, I'll put my phone in private mode for that. <laughs> don't what? don't need the cookies on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. Another one was uh, if if all the women you've ever jerked off to would all of the sudden know that you've jerked off to them, would you still do it? Uh, I mean, they already know, so... I mean... Why, yeah, see... Why stop now? Yeah, it's not... I'm like, you already know I've done it. And I'm not gonna meet most of them anyway, so what the fuck do I care? <laughs> right? I mean, there's a couple that... Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like, would would that change things? No. But, it's, I mean, I'm still probably gonna do it, but, like, am I ruining friendships because of it? Who the fuck are you jerking yeah, off Yeah, who to? are you hey, jerking off Hey, this to? is hypothetically speaking. So that means he's doing it. Chris, I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the stats on your yeah, baseball card. Yeah, 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 you should. It's the, it's the bald head. Yeah. It, it just does You could get go, it. Go, go. <laughs> I changed You know what? You know what? I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> fuck y'all. I'm going to change Chris Pratt to Chris Daher. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's my shoot name. Shit. <laughs> oh, you'll be shooting, all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This show is gross. Oh. <laughs> this is the best. Anyway. And then... I, I looked it up, by the way. I couldn't find porn star. There's porn star trading cards, <laughs> but not necess- But it was like 80s porn stars, but not any, like... In the style of baseball cards. So was it like Pokemon cards or like Ron Jeremy? If you put like two two energies on them, all I know, he could uh, like just dick slap. <laughs> no, J- Ron Jeremy has trample. Me, me. <laughs> That's a Magic the Gathering reference. You're welcome. Nice. He's he's a twelve twelve with trample. He's he's a six six. Uh, uh, Harry uh, Harry ferret <laughs> artifact creature. That Jesus. every time you tap, everybody else gets tapped. Uh... <laughs> Good evening. Anyway. And then... Tip your waitress, try the veal. <laughs> Twice on Saturdays. And the last one is... Everybody, I think everybody has a, a plan for this. This is how would you handle zombies from like 28 days later? The ones that can actually fucking book it. So, rage zombies. Uh, I'd be dead. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of shape. Yeah, I'm out of shape. I'm dead. Uh, well, you know what? Honestly, my wife would probably... Like, I just protect my wife because my wife's a badass. She was, at one point, a roller derby girl. So, Those are some hardcore women. Yeah, so. It depends on where the zombies are. Like, yeah, Do true. I have enough time to dig a moat? Right. I, I Can mean, I go to his moat? Yeah. yeah <laughs> if I, he's digging a moat, I'm in. Can I do, like, the Walking Dead style where it's just, like, I just go into a prison and, like, just stay there? Yeah, say, if you had to go, if you had to go to a store and that's where you're hiding out, which store do you go to? Oh, like Sam's Club, Costco, shit like that. Yeah, say so I would probably go something similar. Yeah, or a grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, where else would you go? Or like a super Maybe Kroger. Cabela's. Oh, yeah, or maybe Cabela's, yeah. I mean, I mean, Cabela's has food. Yeah, but not like... You can only have like so much jerky, dude. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can only eat so many fucking burgers. Yeah, it's like a Sam's Club, Costco that's I mean, like... Don't the get thing me wrong, I love jerky, but... Yeah. Ugh. You can only have snake jerky yeah, so then, many then times. Yeah, down to the weird jerky. Yeah. Like fucking alligator jerky. And... I've had alligator jerky. Re- word? Yeah, there's a a jerky shop 
near Cabela's, just up into Dundee, and I, I had some alligator jerky with Kevin. It's pretty good. I wouldn't mind trying that. I, I'll try it's anything good. once. Well, most jerky's tough. That's, no, yeah, that's, you, that's you know jerky. I mean. That's the whole point of jerky. Hey, that's jerky. Fuck off. We're going to get right up here. Welcome welcome to the, the Smooth Jazz Hour with AJ Jared. <laughs> I'm your guest host, Simon Peapod. Take a, take a, we can get all up in your jazz tonight with here with the, anyway <laughs> all, we'll get all up in your jazz that's a, that's a Park and Rex uh, reference so I uh, I recently just rewatched that whole series never watched oh it. my god okay better than the Office and I'll put that right there oh I'll agree with that yeah like I say, I'm, like I'm Office I'm a huge fan of the Office okay though. so Office was great but like honestly when Steve Carell left like it kind of jumped the shark I never really watched a lot I don't watch a lot of TV though. You got Hulu? Yeah. And then watch Parks and Rec. Yeah. I'm re- Well, right now I'm watching My Hero Academia, so... Oh, I hope that fart was <laughs> I hope that got, got on the mic. Um, Beyonce, right now... he did the finger. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> fucking classy. Uh, I've been Flash watching... Watch the ass. My Hero Academia is the only show I really watch right now, because um, I'm a big nerd, and anime is my thing right now. I've been watching Picard... I've wanted to watch that. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Not even... Okay, so I wasn't a big Star Trek fan until I met my wife. And I watched, like, the next... I watched Star Trek Next Generation. And then afterwards, I fucking loved it. And then I watched Deep Space Nine and then Voyager. A, Next Generation is the best. And B, I love the idea how Next Gen built a universe episodically and build these characters and they flesh them out better than Star Wars ever did. But I will say from Star Wars, The Mandalorian is the best fucking thing they've ever put out in quite some time. That's something I need to finish, too. Yeah. I think that's why. I think, like, a lot of those space, like, style shows need to be episodic. Like, they need to be on television of some sort. It's hard to build a universe. In sci-fi, it's hard to build a universe for me just doing films. Like, yeah. you have to have that, that idea of just, like, this is where you're at. You either... Any kind of writing, you either either you start from square one and then build, or you throw the reader or viewer into the universe and then build backstory eventually. So yeah, I can agree with that. I've been watching The Outsider on HBO. What's that about? It's based on a Stephen King book. Guys or, uh, outside. Yeah, <laughs> I mean a lot of it takes place outside. No, who the thunk? It's about this a uh, string of. Uh, child murders that that happen and but when they go to like they have there's a suspect and there's a bunch of evidence against the suspect but when they go to like dig in like it's someone being in two places at the same time oh because whenever whenever the murders happen this the the real suspect is out of town but they have security footage of that person being everywhere else and it's really fucked up it's really cool That'd be Weird. something like my wife would be into. She like she watches like some of the strangest things, and I just like H- eh. HBO's been knocking out of the park with like limited series, like Watchmen. Oh god, I'm so torn about that. Oh, because you you were big into the 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 movie. Still, right? it, well, I was big into the comics. Yeah, and I the movie was the best representation of that book you're ever gonna get. Alan Moore's work. Do, okay, I'll just be honest. Alan Moore's work doesn't work great on the big screen. However, Watchmen was not bad. Some people will disagree with that. That's fine. Uh, v for Vendetta was great, but I would love to read I V for love Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Um, 
Except except when it was like the, the 5th of November or whatever it is, and then everybody in the, thinks they, they, they understand what it's, what it's about because they saw a Guy Fox match and watched V for Vendetta once. Like, they don't really understand the real meaning about all of it. Um, but, like, a lot of, like, Al Morse, like, even Joker, we were talking about Joker before Jared came. Yeah. Like, Joker is loosely based, uh, in my guess, I haven't seen it, but the idea of, like, the, about the Joker... It could be any guy that just is down his luck and then just one too many things just make him snap. That was the idea of uh, Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. And it was like a backstory about the Joker. About like it was just a guy literally down on his luck that it's got it's gotten one too many things happen to him that he just snapped. And I don't like the idea of the Joker being like a regular Joe Schmo. The Joker's a Joker because he's a fucking psychopath. So... Like, I don't understand it, but I still want to watch it just so I can get my two cents in and be late to the club, but... <laughs> telling you. Watch, watch. Man. I mean, I, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll illegally download it somehow or whatever. <laughs> so. It's very, it's very good. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, see, I've... Uh, the guy I do my fantasy football podcast with, he's watched it, and he's all about it. Mm-hmm. So. So it happened... It's, 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 it's what happened basically after the... The film or the, the story of the Watchmen—it's like a continuation, right? More or less. More or less. Okay. All in all, <laughs> all I know, all I know is I saw clips of Doctor Manhattan See? and the actor who played him, and I'm like, "Wow, this looks like garbage." See, the thing is, is like uh, the the whole thing with like Doctor Manhattan is like it that doesn't manifest to like way later, right? And. The way the way they work it in is cool. Like I, I see your point with with the actor who plays him. Right. But once you get once you get to that point, you go, Okay, it's unnecessary. Okay, cool. That's fine. Is that all out of Kyle's corner this evening? Yeah, I was actually texting him to let him know that we have given him his own segment of <laughs> Kyle's Corner. <laughs> if you want a theme, let me know. I'll I'll make one for you. <laughs> In Kyle's corner. In Kyle's corner. <laughs> Just gonna get somebody to do that better than me. I don't know. So, there's like a website that for like five dollars you can get voice work from. So maybe oh, Fiverr. Yeah, the something Fiverr. Like yeah, yeah. Do something like that. Just get like a woman or. Just get, like, four people singing Kyle's Corner and then just, like, layer them. Yeah, just, and then just have, like, this nice, smooth guitar. Just... Smooth guitar, maybe harp. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. All right. So, last week we had talked about... I think it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know how time works, but... Good for you guys for doing, by the way, a weekly podcast. That's something I could never do. Like, that's hard... I mean, that's good for you guys for, I guess, your schedule and your friends and whatnot, but, like, I don't know how other people can do a weekly podcast. That's fucking difficult. Well, see, yours requires a lot more work. Well, yeah, my, mine's, yeah mine, say, mine's a little bit more involved, but even, like, even if I wasn't doing, like, the radio morning show and whatnot, I don't know if I could ever just confirm a weekly podcast. I feel like I would run out of shit to do. Well, it's like, say, I run two, because I got this one with Jared that we do right, generally every fit. Saturday or on the weekends, yeah. Yeah. depending on the schedule, and then... I got. I actually am going to upload the other episode either tonight or tomorrow. For I, I run a fantasy football podcast. Right, cheap plug. And yes, yeah, so I usually play the commercials right. in here, so right. we'll see. But it's it was tough at first with the with the other one because the me and my other co-hosts our our schedules are really wonky because he works second shift and he does it off work till midnight, and it was bananas. And then with oh dude, it was straight Gwen Stefani, and. 
It was tough with Jared because at the time my schedule was all over the place. Yeah. And getting time to get him over was was tough at first. And finally I said, fuck it. If I got to donk at work on a Sunday, I'll donk at work. Right. So, but it's it's fun. I I thoroughly enjoy podcasting. Good. I mean, it's great. And it's a great, it's a great world to be in. It's, uh, it's, it's just the biggest thing about how to get a podcast successful. is just like the content, the sound quality and like, you know, how often you post. And I think that's why like a lot of people are really good on doing the weekly podcast. Cause you have always something, but like usually a lot of, a lot of the weekly podcasts, it's either, it's either like storytelling or it's like this, uh, like a potpourri esque show. Mm-hmm. Like, and, 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 and I don't want to make it, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to like critique you or like take offense to anything that you do. Like I, I applaud you for doing a show like that. It's just like a lot of other podcasts that like there's more involvement. Like mine is, you know, I have bands and musicians. So I always have loose of a, I say like three, three episodes a month. Yeah. But there's a lot in that three episodes a month that come out. And I like from the time we record to the time we have an episode out, it's about around two weeks. But in that period of time, another one will drop or like, I'm still pushing it because of Facebook ads or shit like that. Yeah. So like, you know, like I applaud people who do that. It's, 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 it's fun. It's not easy, but once you get into like the nitty gritty and figure out how to tweak your own episode, like even like I was telling you, like you, you've improved yourself, even just having like mouth guards and like, and, and, and like the cuts down on the plosives and things like that. And like, you're getting into the world of like the radio year of, I have that, you know, that it's so structured for radio. And then you get into podcasting. It's like the wild, wild west. Like anybody can do anything they want. There's no time limit, and so that's why I love like having my feet into both worlds mm-hmm. because then like I can kind of bridge the area uh, of everything. It's really so like it's it's an honor. It's great to be having you guys. Plus, like you know, like I said, like I haven't seen you guys in quite some time, so it's nice to to come talk and talk about boning women and whatnot <laughs> and drinking and whatnot. I think the last time I actually saw you is when I towed your when car. you towed my car. Yeah, yeah, and that was fucking forever. Because I fucking ago. hate. I hate driving. I hate driving. We should just like invent in hor- invest in horses again, just like ride horses, and then and then and then if they get injured, you just kill the horse and you got horse meat and glue and glue. <laughs> it's sound. It's sound idea, people. I'm not saying that's yeah, a sound idea. Right. We would spend less money on trying to fix the roads because there'll be less cars. And just more horses, you just have to change how much money you're going to be paying people to clean up horse shit. But then again, <laughs> you know, fertilizer, more more trees, more oxygen, less climate change. See, this works. Peapod just solved global warming. <laughs> solve global warming. We'll, we'll go. We'll go back to the civil war. <laughs> that's that's what keep, we'll do. Keep talking. A technology rollback. Yeah, just everybody go back to horses. We'll all get revolvers and swords again. I'm already halfway there. I got a fucking sword. Let's go. Not to mention all the knives I have. Still not as many as Kevin in his knife drawer. No, yo, shout out to Hungry Howie's. Not a sponsor, but shout out to Hungry Howie's. <laughs> no joke. Dude, if Hungry Howie's ever fucking sponsored this show, I'd be a thousand fucking pounds. Yeah, <laughs> That's not even a fucking joke. Right. So, we are going... To move into what I want to do either every week or every other week, which is the top ten list. Mm. And this week's top ten list is our favorite wrestling finishers. Ooh. Something near and dear to all three of our hearts. The world of professional wrestling. 
Like, I was trying to actually, like, think of my top ten. I, I have, like, maybe a good, like, five. Like, I can give you my number one right off the bat. I wrote but, 26 of them down. Oh, my God. I got I got my top ten. I have a ten, but I'm not going to lie to you. Aside from number one, they could be in any order. And my top three are top three. The other seven can go anywhere, and even my honorable mentions can sneak in. So, there. so should we just treat it? Should we just treat it? It's like you can for you two because you're more prepared than I am for apparently. Um, you can give your top ten, but then like we can just like discuss from there. Oh, or do you want to give your like your number one and go? Why this is your number one, and then go from there? Yeah, no, I mean this. See, this is I don't feel nearly as strong about this as, as I the did, cartoons as as I did about our cartoon list where I almost died because yeah. of Avatar. Where, yeah, where I. Uh, where I have very strong opinions. Right. I'm, I mean, By I'm the way, sh- Aaron, fuck Rugrats. Yeah, no one likes Rugrats, I, Aaron. Shut your fucking mouth. I mean, I had Rugrats top five. Uh, but, uh... I need to listen to that episode. <laughs> but, uh... And then I'll message you and see how wrong you are. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that AJ's gonna say something that will aggravate me, so... It's just... Shocker. Yeah, it's just bad. If not, you'll just yell at me anyway, because yeah. apparently that's what people love on the show. Yeah. It's when you just yell at me. So... Peabody, you said you had a top five. I had like, I have like a good solid three that I'm really like. Well, I'll say once we get to five, if you want to start chiming in on five, I'll just like start chiming in on just like, just like yeah, like my two cents on things. Like I have my one, I have my top one that I'm like, you know what, this is by far my favorite finisher move. But like I'll I, I can more I can think about it more than when we talk. So, so you want to start? Or you want me to start? Go ahead. All right. My number 10 is Naito's Destino. Oh, God, I hate Naito. Fuck. I, I love Naito. No, that's the worst move. <laughs> and uh, I like Destino. I hate I hate moves that you have to, like, it's super awkward that you have to set up. A finisher to me is something that you can snap off. Like, I like it, those two. I just, I, 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 there's something about Naito that I just, I don't understand the, I like, I understand the story and the character and I'm glad he's finally got his, his W and his IW, at the time of this recording, the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental title, because for some reason he has to be a double champion for some reason, which by the way, I have the IWGP world heavyweight title as a pin, it's fucking huge, but it was great, my wife got it for me for my birthday, um, <laughs> it was awesome, but I just, I don't know, that's just me though. <laughs> Uh, my number ten was the clothesline from hell. Oh, because I went, I went with finishers that when I saw them, like I viscerally reacted. Yeah. And every time Bradshaw laid that clothesline from hell on somebody, I went, oh god. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot. We were like, oh, fuck, is he okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a what a move like what a big like big hoss dude like 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 Bradshaw like hits a move like that. You're like, fuck, is he? Well, is especially he good? as his career progressed and he just became like this. Pudgy tank of a man. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then if you want to snake it, we'll snake right into your number nine. My number nine. And I'll, I'll, I agree with Peapod on the sense of I like finishers that don't require a lot of setup. Yeah. This one kind of does, but Homicide was so good at it Ooh. that oh. it, it was seamless. And that's the cop killer. Shit. Yeah. Or, also known as the vertebraker when Gregory Hams. Hams. <laughs> Say, but but plus they got me because I was watching I was watching old Ring of Honor on YouTube the oh. other day, and man, I forgot just how you fucking know, good you Homicide know was. So you know what? Like Marty Skrull has the books now on Mar- on 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 Ring of Honor, and like some of the cards they have coming out recently, yeah, look like 
Man, Marty's gonna make me want to watch Ring of Honor now. Have you seen what? Have you seen all the matches they got for like their past? No, I, uh, a lot, yeah. a lot of them are like, holy like, shit! Like Delir- Delirious is coming back. Like I was like, oh, mm. Delirious is coming back. Well, Delirious, now? Delirious was booking the shit. Yeah, booking no, the I thing. know he was. Yeah, uh, they had uh, what, what they had? they had Doug Williams versus uh some other kid. That, and, and but I'm I'm just like wow. Like some of the matches they have announced, I'm like. Holy shit! Oh yeah, they have they have Brody Lee versus Homicide, mm-hmm. which is gonna be fucking. If you've never seen Brody Lee, first off, a he's the lead singer of a hardcore band called God's Hate, so that tells you what this guy looks like. It's a big beefy dude of a man with tattoos all over him. He's part with Villain Enterprises, Marty Scroll, but he's gonna take on Homicide. This is gonna be a fucking like. Yeah. To be a nasty, I just, be a nasty yeah, ass I just match. forgot how much I I enjoyed watching Homicide. Oh yeah, wrestle. it was f- fantastic. Oh shit. Say, what's your number nine? My number nine, the walls of Jericho. Okay. Or the line. Okay. You have to specify. Is, yeah. it, is it the proper? This is, this is, this is, 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 is it's the proper, like his knees with in the his back knee of your fucking. It, yes. Okay, good. Not, not like. I, not, I, the, not, not, the not the Boston Crab. Not a high angle Boston Crab. No, I want his knee in your fucking skull. Good. That's the good one. That's, yeah. Actually, he did that out with it, with recently, because I'm a big AEW mark. So, like, he did it when it was matched with Darby Allen. Like the third episode of Dynamite, and like it looked like it fucking hurt, but like he does it like with the when he's like, because he's you know he's a little, I think he's close to fifty. Yeah, he's getting like there. he's getting there, but he's still like he's still good. Yeah, he still moves around really well, and um, and it's uh, all that DDP yoga. Yeah, oh, fuck man, dude, like you do that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I uh, it's. Uh, like camping, it's very intense. <laughs> I use that joke. <laughs> Love that joke. Uh, it's uh, it, it's you know he he still can move and everything. Mm-hmm. Plus he's a super dude. I I always I always a I always like playing Fozzie because then afterwards I can outro the song or intro the song. And go friend of the show, Chris Jericho, because I got to interview him. I had a fifteen minute interview with him and it was. It was super nice. He 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 put me over. He's like, it's always my dream to be interviewed from the great Peapod. Yeah, I remember that. I was, I was just like, like, I was like, hell yeah, Chris. Yeah, I got the rub from Jericho. And then, so moving on from from the walls to my number eight was RVD's Five Star Frog Splash. I'm surprised that that's only number eight on your list. It's. I mean, I, honest, thought, I thought for, for as sure much of a fucking I, RVD mark that I yeah. am. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Why? I it's mean, it's beautiful to do it, but. He jumps 42 stories into the air <laughs> and just crash lands onto people. I, I personally, I prefer Eddie Guerrero's Frog Splash, but you know, I, RV, I RVD's is just in, insane. The, the boner that I have for RVD is quite large. He looks a little rough, though, now. But he's, yeah. in, he's, in, he's in Wrestling Purgatory, a.k.a. Impact. Yeah. So I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, he's in there. But granted, yeah. also, Ken Shamrock's in there now. Jesus. For, like, some reason. Ken yeah. Paycheck. But uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't say that. He'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I'll say it. Yeah, all right. All right well, it's good knowing you. Uh, my number eight was the sharpshooter. Yeah. By who? Um, Bret Hart. Oh, okay, yeah. good. But say, I'm surprised that's that low on your list. Yeah. Like, yeah. as shocked as you are about my my RVD frog splash, I figured the sharpshooter would be top five for you. That's yeah. a good. That's a yeah. Bret Hart, man. You sure you didn't want to go with like the Rock sharpshooter? Rock sharpshooter is terrible. No, Bret Hart sharpshooter actually looked legitimate. Yeah. Uh, and then my number seven, uh, which also is coming out of Wrestling Purgatory, before it was Wrestling Purgatory, when it was cool, and is the only character I gave a shit about on that show, is Abyss's Black Hole Slam. 
Yes. Yeah. I forgot all about that because you were all about. He's this. an agent now for WWE. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love. I that was. He was the only guy in in TNA in that whole run of TNA outside of the big ones like Joe and AJ. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But the only one that was like homegrown TNA that I ever cared about was Abyss. Yeah, he was. He's he's actually one of the more like, and he's a big dude that can move. Yeah, yeah. And bit and like and before like more big dudes can move. Yeah. No, he was. He was the man. I'm all I'm all for like these big fat dudes that like could like. <laughs> What's well, a good thing you're on this show? Yeah, exactly. Like well, yeah, well, here. yeah, but it can like move real good, like like Joe. Yeah, like Joe Brody Lee, Kevin Owens. You know, Kevin Owens. Oh, I, oh I almost fuck. called him Kevin Steen. Fuck it. Well, Kevin Steen, yeah. whatever. Kevin Owens, fucking like running up the like the weird skateboard ramp that Raw is now. That like fucking doing a yeah. somersault flip. <laughs> like fuck, dude. I'm all about big dudes that can move. Fucking Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. <laughs> Jeff Cobb. So, going into my number seven, this one's actually a relatively newer move. It's a guy that was that's still in NXT, and I fucking love this move every time I fucking see it. I don't know what he calls it, but it's Velveteen's dream. Velveteen Dreams like rolling fucking Death Valley Driver. Dream Driver. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love Velveteen that thing. Dream. That. Man, I'm gonna be so sad when he gets to the big roster and they don't fucking use him. Well, yeah, because like, I, I love him. Velveteen Dream is like the next like one of those like eclectic characters that they really need to like do well with. Like he's like a, like I, and I hate using the term like the next whatever, but like for 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 people that don't watch wrestling, he's like another Gold Dust. Yep. Even though Dustin Rhodes can still fucking. Do more, yeah. do more than I never like. Do you ever? Do you do you see the Cody Dustin match from AEW? Yeah, fucking incredible. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Incredible. Like I almost had tears in my eyes. Wrestling has never done that to me, outside of somebody dying. Like when Eddie Guerrero died, I fucking cried. Like I've not no I've never watched a match and like had tears in my eyes. But the story for that match was incredible. Uh, but you know, Velveteen Dream is one of these like more eclectic like characters that like wrestling doesn't have enough of nowadays like these weird characters that you don't know what he's doing or he's so unpredictable but and like so like gender fluid before like gender fluid was like an active thing i mean and it's not nothing wrong with that but you know the it's something that like you never you didn't see enough of yeah like very very androgynous and very androgynous and i and i love the idea and i think i think he's incredible and he's and he's like 22, 23. Yeah. Like, him and Tyler Bate from NXT UK are fucking incredible wrestlers. That would be the future of wrestling if WWE, if it, like if Vince McMahon finally gives Triple H the Bucks. Which never I thought in a million years that we would be in the year 2020 we want Triple H to take over the Bucks. <laughs> and then... I don't know. I don't know if I want to because since NXT's come to television... Well, yeah. Well, that... Yeah, I'm not a fan. Well, the, that's the... Well, because now they had still more say and yeah. they, they're trying to they're trying to counter-program AEW. That was the yeah, whole point. Yeah. But I just... I found that silly. Yeah. I agree. So, moving on from my number seven into my number six, which is probably Jared's number three. Uh, number six is the Canadian Destroyer. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. So is mine. That's your number yeah, six? That's my number six. All right, Dude, all right, all right. The fucking Canadian Destroyer is one of the most... Every time I see that move, I physically fucking oh cringe. Oh, boy. Oh, Chris is fucking jacked right now. I, I am I am so turned off by that move now. It's not even funny. The po- because, as much as I love AEW, 
everybody in AEW starts using it as a regular mid-match well, move. And, and Adam Cole started or it and Adam, it out every once in a while. Yeah, month. Adam Cole does it like the Tequila Sunrise or whatever Panama the fuck. Panama Sunrise. Yeah. Tequila Sunrise was Conan's submission yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, no, I, 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 I can't stand the move now. Because yeah, if, a, if, if they're normalizing, see, it, but it see, when, when I, when I, when I think of the Canadian destroyer, I think I of Petey Williams. I think about Maple Leaf Muscle Petey Williams. Yeah, yeah, I like, and, I loved when Petey Williams did it when, it, like, he was the only person because it was interesting. Now everybody does it, and I can't yeah. stand the move. Yeah, old, old I fucking. Uh, see, that's and that's why I was gonna put. I'm surprised I still didn't. I was gonna put the DDT on my list. Because of Jake the Snake Roberts, because that's what I think of. Well, yeah, that's when, innovative. When but... I think of the DDT, like when he dropped Ricky Steamboat on his fucking head right. yeah. on the cement. Like, Killed that's, him. But, but now that's just like, a, oh, hey, this is happening. Well, you know. That's, it, that's what I, I understand. I understand wrestling evolved. Yeah. Things change, and now things that were finishers, like Magnum TA did a belly-to-belly suplex for how many years as a right. finish. And now it's and just now, an everyday And move. now Brock Lesnar fucking suplexes a guy 30 times in a match. Right. So, you know, I get it, things change, but there's always been something about the Canadian Destroyer and about the DDT that yep. I just uh, I just think need to be protected. Maybe that's my own poor sentiment. Well, no, I, I mean... I'd say we need to move into your number six, but we had the same number yes. six, so we'll just sneak right into your number five. My number five is the Muscle Buster. <sighs> yes. So, see, see, that's a great move, but there's also a move that you can't snap off real no. well. And that's... And and which that's, is fine, yeah. but it like it worked for that point. Mm-hmm. It worked for Joe, it worked for what he did, what, what he does, you know. It, it, it makes sense. Say... I'm going to my number five, Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, will forever be one. I didn't of, even make my list. It's I fucking love the Stunner so goddamn much. I don't know what it is about it. I think part of the allure to me is watching how many people fuck up selling it. Oh my god! But so, are you the type of person that likes likes when they like just like crumple? When they sell it, or no, you like, I want to see you a like, Michael Hickenbottom that shit and fly across oh, the yeah, room. I was about to say, are you going to be like the rock that like literally will flap, flop yeah. around? But say, when people just fucking crumple, it's like, eh, I can understand see, why you I, crumple. See, see, but yeah. I want to see somebody see, fucking I, rebound I, off I, that I like shit. the crumple. I like the crumble, personally. Yeah. I like I like when they like when you do it, because like, if you do it, you bring somebody's neck, you're supposed to like fucking like, crumple. Oh, my yeah. God. So, but you know. for some reason, watching somebody jump up into the fourth row of the fucking crowd. Well, there's the Rock. The, I always love the Rock when he gets stunned and he just like fucking flips out. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And then, Ugh. my number four was Kenta's GTS. Well, yeah, he's the one who did it. Yeah, well, CM Punk did it for a while too, and it was CM Punk never could. As much as I, could, as much never as I love it. CM Punk, it was hot garbage. Yeah, but Kenta's yeah, GTS. It was okay. It, it, it was no, nowhere near Kenta. Yeah, good. I like Kenta. I'm glad he's back in Japan. And, yes, 100%. And I think eventually he's going to take over the Bullet Club in New Japan. Um, I think I think there's going to be like a big exodus. I had I had a story with Travis, uh, our, our mutual friend Travis Dr. Moore. Dr. Travis? Do, Dr. Travis Moore, MD. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently he's a doctor now. No, like I had a big theory, like, and, and, and take, take with me on this, this journey. So Finn Balor leaves WWE, goes back to Japan. He's like big, big face, big face, go, like and 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 like takes on the Bullet Club, takes on Jay White, then fucking destroys Jay White, 
and goes and it goes the rest of the and like the whole rest of the bullet club is like some of the people there. I'm like, do you want to go to the guy who invented the fucking faction, or do you want to like go on your way and everything? So this big like turnaround, and the whole like bullet club will join over to Finn Balor, and then JY is just like on his own, and then. Finn Balor still is Prince Devitt back in, back in the, his original name. Prince Devitt would go fucking on a rampage and win the IWGP title and become world heavyweight champion. Like, fuck, like, I don't know what drugs I'm taking right now or how many beers <laughs> I'm in for that, but I want to live in that world. So. Fair enough. Yeah. What's your number four, bud? <laughs> this is a tie. It's not a tie. One of them could be an honorable mention. I just, I got to this point. This is the last spot I filled, and I had a hard time filling it. So, my one was uh, Macho Man's Elbow Drop. Classic. Yeah. Fucking yeah. classic. classic. Right. My other one was the 3D. Ooh, I can't because, believe I didn't think of the 3D. Because, I mean, yeah, that was a good, that was a good move. Get yeah. the tables. I mean, even without the tables. Like, yeah. The fact, the fact that someone could just be... Running at Devon and then all of a sudden 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Bubba Ray comes yeah. out comes out of nowhere and just fucking yeah. just cuts like, it. Spe- especially like towards their later towards the end of their run there. I mean, when they came back that was kind of a joke, but it was just a fucking money run. But right. but towards the end of their run, like when they were getting a little bit and even and even in TNA when they showed up and they were trying to make it a little bit more spontaneous and they were doing some of the shit that uh uh, the revival would do, you know, later on. Yeah. Where you know, because one of my th- one of the things I'll get on a little tangent here. One of the things I really loved about the revival is that you would forget about you would forget one of them existed. Like Dash Wilder would one get of back the, to the one outside. of them would die for twenty minutes yeah, of the match, and you'd forget that he existed. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes a big double team move or a near fall that he breaks up out of nowhere because you forgot about him. And that was one of the things that 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 the Dudleys started doing was that, you know, they you'd for, you would know where Bubba Ray was, and then all of a sudden, boom, three D. And the Macho Man elbow drop. That's just a classic. Yeah, it's oh, for, yeah. forever. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> What's your number four, champ? What's we go into your your number three? Because my number four was uh, the GTS. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. My number three, another tag team move, because the Road Warriors will always be my guys. The Doomsday Device. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love the Doomsday Device. So good. Plus, it's so easy to do in the pool. Very <laughs> easy to do. In the, the amount of times I've taken that move in yeah. the pool. Uh, the amount of times we gave Andy that move in the pool. Yeah. Uh, whichever one of us was light enough at the time for you to carry on your shoulders. Right. Which was, well, I mean, the only one that I could, that was that I'd have a hard time with was Nick. God, yeah. What's your uh, number three, champ? My number three is the One Winged Angel. That's okay. The, okay, so that's another move that's like <laughs> super hard to like pull off. I, I love Kenny Omega. I love the showmanship about yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. I like you put them, but you gotta lift them up. You gotta get the one arm. You gotta flip them over. Like it's like, like I love the idea of just like snap off finishers, just like pow, do it, whatever. Yeah, see, I, I I'm kind of the opposite. I mean, I enjoy you the, like you like the showmanship. Yeah, you like, I, I like, want I want him to draw it out. Right. I want to, I want him to pick the guy up and not know if he's gonna fucking kick out, like kick off his shoulders or not. Right. No, I so, get it. I get it. But the the one winged angel is one of my favorite things. I, get it. I don't like it. My number two is actually a move I discovered in one of the WWE games that I also found out that Samoa Joe does, the Island Driver, also known in the WWE games Emerald Flosion. 
Oh. Well, uh, you'll have to. I've heard of the name. I love it. All right, I'm it's gonna look just, it up while you're doing. To me, it's just not. Uh. I love it. I can't help it. It's 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 something I will forever enjoy. Uh. Let's see. You looking it up right, right now? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's like a side pump handle slam. Yeah, no, yeah. it's. Just... I don't know. I like it a lot. It doesn't do anything for me. I think it's basically my the fact that I use it as my finisher and and all the WWE games that had it. Right. Yeah. Uh, my number two, and I again I'm gonna mention two because I couldn't pick between the two, so. My number two was the Jackknife Powerbomb slash Last Ride. Yes. All right. So there's a slight difference because there is. I like I like I like Kevin Nash though. Like he did the Jackknife, but like halfway through he was just like kind of like threw him yeah. off. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, fuck out. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna finish this. And then I like I love the Last Ride because like of the 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 the, the it was part showmanship. But part that you could snap off. The point that he, like, Undertaker would get the person up and then lift them up higher mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Like a more higher escalation for however long his arms was. Yeah. So I can appreciate both the, the that a finisher by Powerbomb is, See, is pretty decent. Uh, uh, and, and thinking about it now, if I could probably put a tie at number two for me with the, the Emerald Flosion would be Kevin Steen's Package Pilot Driver. Ooh. Yeah, see, I like that, but to me, and I know I had a couple moves that required some production. To me, the package pile driver just it took a while. I, yeah, it yeah. just wasn't. I enjoyed it. Though. It lo- I mean, don't get me wrong; it looked devastating, and it, it looks it, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. So what's your, what's your number one? All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a step back in the time machines, brothers. Or do you, do you want Num- to... number one is and forever will be the Hulk, Hulk Hogan's, Hogan's leg, leg drop. drop. <laughs> yep. Really? Yes. I knew. I fucking knew it. I didn't want to call it out when we were talking on Xbox. I knew it would be yes. your number yeah. one. Yeah, it was always. It will always be number one. Anytime, anytime that music hits, I just the five year old Jared goes bananas. I'm the same like, way. I was, I was a Hulkamaniac from day I one. I was a Hulkamaniac. I had fucking... I remember I had a set and I, of wristbands. You know, I had the right. headband. I you had know, fucking I, everything. I know, I know the man made some mistakes. He said some unsavory things. <laughs> and I think he's... I I mean, know, yeah, Hulk Hogan will forever be... I think you know, he's... When you think pro wrestling, you yeah. think Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And then to be that high of a level... Of a of a you know we were talking about like how athletes get to the point where they become pop culture phenomenons. Hulk, Hulk Hogan, everywhere. Hulk Hogan, The Rock, John Cena. Those are your three yeah. that will like live forever. What about the Miz? Fuck the Miz. <laughs> My God, like I that is like the number one person, and then behind him be Baron Corman. That just like is a waste of sperm. Is those two guys? <laughs> Seriously, like, and they're not good heels, and like, I want them to like get their like, 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 I want them to get theirs. Like, no, I think they're just terrible wrestlers. I don't understand the push. I don't understand the character. Think, I think the Miz, when he's on, is a competent heel. When as he's a, on, as a character, as a character, he's like, I, I, I don't think he's ever a competent heel. He's just a chicken shit heel. Yeah, like, yeah, and that's, that's what and I that's, mean. And yeah, you need those, but I'm just like, ah. No, I just no, I never I saw totally, the I totally understand Baron Corbin. Yeah. I've never Baron, liked Baron. Corbin. I don't know what 
anybody sees out of him. I honest to God, I, his look is terrible. His moveset's terrible. He's just a. He just seems he's like not he's not good a, on the mic. He's not good on the mic. He just looks like he's just, he'd just be a prick in real life, regardless if he was a face or heel. He'd just he's, be a prick in real he life. He honestly feels like generic wrestler number three. He's just like generic heel. He's he's like your high school bully that ended up being a pro wrestler and still be <laughs> successful. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. What's what's your number one? And then I'll talk about some of my favorites. the burning hammer. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah. Burning Hammer was an honorable mention. Yeah. So, so my number one move that I've always enjoyed seeing is the Tiger Driver. Uh, See, and I was I was gonna th- th- I was that gonna made throw my honorables. With, I was gonna throw it in with when I did the Canadian Destroyer. I was gonna throw in pile drivers because there's the Tiger Driver. I always liked when Jerry Lawler did it and when Cactus Jack did it early in WWE when he did that pulling pile driver. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the idea of the t- Tiger Driver or the Tiger Bomb, because sometimes they, yeah. they, they make a Tiger Bomb into the Tiger Driver, which is what, they hook the arms. What about the Tiger throw... Uppercut? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I always love that. Um, I'm always a sucker for the Shooting Star Press. If, it, if it's crisp enough, like Billy Kidman back in the day was really good at it. A lot of the good wrestlers. Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel had a beautiful one. one. Uh, Pack. Had a good one. And another high-flying move that I always enjoy seeing is the 450 splash. Love a 450. I don't like a 630. I think 630 is too showy. And it's just too, it's just like oh this 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 flippy dude can well, do because the, because to me like a six thirty it doesn't matter where you land no exactly like with a four fifty you have to you land. have to land and like and yeah. like and when they hit it it they hit it it's it's cool but it's also like it looks like it hurts and then if you miss it you fucking land on your goddamn face yeah, right? so I always enjoyed that. Um, Figure four leg lock is always classic. a classic when Ric Flair does it, when See, anybody else... I was else... thinking about putting that on there, but then I thought back to, like, 80s Flair, and, like, how many matches did he really win with it? Not a lot. Not a Correct. lot, really, yeah. Correct. So... But, was... like, when he whipped it out, it was a, it was a big thing, no, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, uh, I, also, I also love the, cr- uh, the Crossroads... Crossroads That's, is always yeah, is always a whirling, good. Good whirling dervish. Yeah, like and like a lot of people don't seem to like snap it off really well. Cody's like, Cody always bad. like it's crispy. It's always it always is smooth looking. Like he uh, when I saw AEW in Cleveland a couple weeks ago, like he did the move three times in a row to finish off uh, the guy who was facing Kip Sabian. And like he did it once, and he snapped it off, and then he did he brought him back up and snapped it off again, and it was so crisp every time, and the crowd fucking popped louder and louder every time he did it again. He's just like it was extra emphasis on the third one, um, and then uh, another guy from AEW that I, I I absolutely like is probably one of my favorites right now uh, is Darby Allen and his finisher move the coffin drop because it looks fucking he just goes on the top rope. And then crosses his arms, and then he just he turns around, and jumps backwards, and hope to God he lands it. <laughs> and like he he like when he first faced off against Cody Rhodes, and the and like and that was the move, that was the match that like he became a star in AEW from is that that twenty minute time limit draw with Cody Rhodes. He fucking tried to pull off the mood and lands his ass on the side of the fucking oh, yeah. ring, <laughs> and, and I'm just like, and I'm yelling because I think just that like, was in. Was that in AEW or was that in New Japan? No, it was in AEW. It, it, was, in, it was their first show. It was their, It was their, It was one of the first pay per views they yeah, did. Yeah, because I watched it when I was in Oklahoma visiting Aaron. Yeah, it was a free. It was for Fighter Fest. It was a free pay per view, and yep. all of a sudden, just like I saw him doing it, and I'm literally yelling. Go, I go, jumped out of go, my seat. No, <laughs> just like no, just. 
I flipped out because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's, and then all of a sudden he should have like, died. He's like, and that dude, that I, 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 he's, I think he's like a weird cat just in general, <laughs> but like, cause I follow him on social media, but like, he seems like a weird cat in general, but like, I think he really, like, he really, like, I've heard interviews and like his podcast uh, with Jericho um, and everything, like, he loves what he does and he, and he's gung-ho about doing it here uh, in this company. Like, he gets to do his own things, he gets to shoot his own promos, like, his own artsy-style promos, it's fucking weird, but, like, it's really good. So, um, yeah, like, those are, like, the moves that, like, that, that uh, like, Tiger Driver is the number one for me. Like, best, like, high-flying move probably would be the Shooting Star Press. Um, and, then, like, favorite favorite uh, submission would probably have to be the figure four. Yeah. But only if, like, Flair does it. I hate it when Miz did it. I hate it when Miz did it. Yeah. So, so a couple, couple honorable mentions. I'm going to dig, dig up some golden oldies here. Okay. Oh. Uh, the Tower of London. Ooh. Ooh. By Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. Oh, when he sat him up and then like he would just go up and like clothesline the fuck out no, of him. No, no. Where, where he had where he had him. He in the basically corner. did like a corner cutter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Nigel Nigel Mag- yeah, Nigel McGinnis is the fucking man. Man, um, he he retired way too soon. I think yeah, yeah it was neck injuries. That yeah, kind of put him out. There. Yeah. Uh, the C four or the Spanish Fly, depending on. Oh, I forgot all about to. the C four. Yeah, I yeah. Love it. yeah. I would probably again, again, one of those things that require it, 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 like the Cosmos have to line up to do it, but it's always fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Uh, what else? I say, I had Sweet Chin music in my in my honorables. I fuck, I've always hated Sweet Chin music. Uh, really, I, had, I had, always fucking hated it. Uh, the RKO was in my honorables. I I uh, I called it the diamond cutter. Fair enough. Yeah, I like I like the diamond cutter, but I do like how Randy Orton can yes can snap it when out he, of anywhere in the match. And when it's, he and caught it's Matt Seidel out of a fucking shooting star, I am I fucking well, shit. I mean, when he pulled that off first, and then like they kept re like redoing that spot. Yeah, and it just never was as crispy. Matt Seidel actually killed it. Yeah, the, the first time was beautiful. Well, yeah. then that mania where. Seth Rollins went for the curb stomp, and when he jumped up, Randy came yep. up and got it. I can't. I you know what? I can't. I loved Tyler Black on the Indies. I don't like Seth Rollins in general. I think he's so vanilla. I didn't like Tyler Black on the Indies, and I'm not a huge fan of. Seth yeah, Rollins. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. A I always big... used to call him Tyler Cully. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm just. Um, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of him. Just in general, not because like, even with his face, like it looked weird when he's champion. I liked. I scratch it. So let's rewind a little bit. I did like Tyler Black when he was in the Age of the Fall. Oh, mainly because, fuck! Mainly because Jimmy Jacobs was out there being his fucking hype that, man. That yeah. that fucking that fucking promo when they debuted him and they and hung the, and, and the they, blood. they cut they they blood, yeah. and they hung one of the Briscoes up from the the rafters mm-hmm. and he, and Jimmy Jacobs is underneath this dude bleeding. That will Fuck, forever and a white be in coat, my head. That that was fucking incredible. So, yeah, I had I had the spear in my honorables. Whose spear? Uh, Rhino's. Really? Yes. So the gore. Yeah. So the, the gore. gore. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Honestly, I liked Edge's spear too. Edge's spear was good. Uh, we had this discussion with Aaron. Yeah. Um, and then I also had the angle slam in my honorables. Yeah. Yeah, the angle slam was nice. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I can yeah. also throw the ankle lock in there just because I liked it. 
I thought Kurt I, Ang- pre- I preferred Ken Shamrock doing it though. No, I yes. see 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 I, I I preferred Angle doing it because I the when Angle started doing it more and more, like people fucking sold it like a bullet. Like Especially they, if he grapevined it. Like yeah. Grapevine that shit. Yeah, I like I, I, I loved Kurt Angle is is one of those guys that I don't I think he was still even though he had great moments, I still think he was criminally underrated. I think I think he did he did a great stuff. I think there's like not a lot of people still that don't give Kurt Angle enough credit. Granted, though, like he injured himself a fuck ton. Yeah, like to the point where like I'm surprised. Well, like what I think I think too. Jumping on, going on that thought, I thought that Ken Shamrock was criminally underused too. Oh, I think so. Yeah, because, I, I think there was many because people. because with 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 where Ken Shamrock was coming in from, where he's coming in from the UFC, and. Well, and pride or and pancreas, not pride. Right. But you know, he had he had the hype of being fucking legitimate. Right. And then you know, he, yeah, he got the intercontinental title, but then they just kinda fizzled out and then yeah. he's like he's like, I'm gonna go back to punching people for reals. <laughs> and then they kinda use like the same I, I felt like they kind of tried to give that gimmick to Steve Blackman. I think Steve, yeah, yeah, Steve, Steve Blackman, the most dangerous man. Steve Blackman, Steve Blackman. Yeah, but Steve Blackman had the nunchucks and the. Steve Blackman was really great in the. Yeah, the, Steve Steve Blackman was good for just like a striker and like he really kind of like brought a different world of with the hardcore title. Yeah, I can. See I love the shit out of Steve Blackman. I'm I do too. Oh, I, I do lo- too. No, I'm don't get me wrong. I love Steve Blackman. My favorite. Who, who's your favorite hardcore champion? Jesus. Uh, Raven. Because I always love the idea that he would just come to the ring with a fucking shopping cart of God knows what. See, like, there's some... Mine's that, super goofy. There's some that, like, I like I, I, sympathize, I empathize with Chris here, but then part of me wants to say Crash Holly because he carried the scale. Well, yeah, that's true. And I love Crash Holly. Well, Crash Holly is the one who established the 24-7 role. Yeah. And then part of me wants to say the Stooges or Jerry Briscoe because Jerry Briscoe was hardcore champion, you know, for like ten minutes, one time. <laughs> that one WrestleMania yeah. where it changed to ends yeah. like six times and Maven like left with yeah. it. Yeah, remember Maven? Maven. Maven. Yeah. yeah, where they tried to make a storyline with him when he eliminated the Undertaker from the Rumble. Yeah, <laughs> I got the shit beat yeah. out of him and then got his fucking dick kicked in. <laughs> My favorite Maven. hardcore champion of all time Fuck. will be fucking Norman Smiley. Really? The big wiggle. The big, the big wiggle. wiggle huh? Especially because every time and he was in a hardcore match, pads? fucking football pads and a helmet. He was ready for fuck. I fucking. I remember. Loved I remember Smiley. when uh, that run- one rumble. It was the same rumble that it still had the hardcore title and Raven was there, but it was the same one that Drew Carey was a. Was an entrant oh, in? God, oh God! Yeah. And, and fucking, and there was a one point that everybody like started bringing hardcore weapons to the to the ring. Like, there's not enough celebrity Royal Rumble entrants nowadays. They always have to go for the, the like the throwback the, one, the surprise, the entrance. surprise yeah. entrance of like a wrestler that nobody gave a shit about. Like, you, like except for Tatanka. When they brought Tatanka back, I remember marking out in your fucking parents' living <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, you did. You oh, my God. Try. I fucking love Tatanka. But, but I, I think uh, I, I miss the idea of having, like, celebrities just doing the Rumble. Wasn't I don't Shaq know. in it once? When no, feet- no. They, well, he was at a Rumble, but he was there to try. They were trying to set up Shaq and Big That's Show right. Mania. Um, I'm going to try to look up celebrities in the Royal Rumble. 
And well, you do that. Yeah. We're going to take a break because it is potty time. All right. So, potty time. Be right back with some more wrestling talk. Ever wonder what's happening in the wild world that is college sports? Are you frustrated with the lack of coverage on college volleyball, soccer, shooty hoops, and more on a regular basis? Do you want in-depth analysis on the state of college football? Check out the Across the Campus podcast presented by ATVSports.net and let our host, Alex the Captain and AJ the Guru, guide you through the season in their weekly show. These two Mac fans will talk about all that is the world of college sports as well as the states of the Mid-American and Big Ten conferences. You can follow them on Twitter at Across the Campus or find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify at Across the Campus. Be sure to stay up to date with the latest news in the college world, and you won't be the odd man out at your weekly water cooler staff meetings. Across the Campus, your college sports podcast. And we're back. And oh. we're back. We are back. So, people, were you able to find anything? No, no I only found, like, articles of just, like, weirdest, uh, weirdest people of all time from WWE which had Drew Carey from 2001 was the, the, the entering the rumble that we talked about briefly. Uh, and then like, uh, there was another article about like people who are only in the rumble once. And I'm just like, eh. so I, I, I don't know more celebrity rumble, like, qu- like just people that you weren't expecting at all to be in the wrestling ring. There's not like enough unpredictability nowadays. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's pretty much, Everybody already knows what's happening. I, I, except, you know, I, I, I marked out because I didn't know that Jeff Cobb was going to debut in AEW. So, like, that was cool. <laughs> like, I'm going to say, I know Aaron shit his pants when, yeah, when, when Edge, Edge came showed back. Up for the, oh, yeah, well, for that that was something. Yeah, that was something that, oh, my God. Like, yeah, uh, so Aaron's you, a massive Edge fan. Like, so. you never expected that. No. no at he, all. And he was fucking ripped. And, yeah, he was fucking ripped. And, and he's, he's like... He's got all that time to just bang fucking Beth Phoenix. I'd be ripped too. Yeah, well, they have two. I think they have two kids. Yeah, they have yep. two kids. He's fucking ripped and like fucking like. And now he's has a deal that he's gonna be like in a limited schedule. But like he'll like. Yes, yeah, so I think he can wrestle every once in a while with his injuries. Yeah, I think it's. I think. I think it's just basically like it got to the point where like he can, he can't do like and and I think that's why the WWE definitely needs like an off season. Or just like a lighter schedule. Or one thing that I've always that I've always lobbied for is like because they have such a massive schedule, they have such a massive roster now uh-huh. with everybody that they've absorbed. Right. Like, how can you not come up with a schedule where you rotate those talents in and out? Right. Like seasons. Yeah. Where where you know you know from this month to this month. Is this roster, and then it, you know, just just rotate people in and it's out. Cruiserweight so it's cruiserweight season. It's heavyweight season. I don't, don't want to go about, I don't yeah. go well, like, about like, that Well, like, like, like New Japan does that for, like, their season. They'll do, like, a run of shows, and then it'll be, like, a couple-week break, and then mm. they'll have, like, the fucking tag team tournament. So, like, if you're not in a tag team, like, they'll have, like, the juniors tournament. So they'll have the juniors tournament, and some of their top guys will be well, wrestling, in, yeah. sprinkled in in, like, multi-man matches or whatnot. And then you'll have, like, the... the then you'll have like the the G one, which was like twenty days straight of like fucking wrestling matches, and then you got you got a break, and then you have the junior tag tournament, and then you have the main tag tournament, and then you have Wrestle Kingdom. Like WWE should kind of adopt that st- style of scheduling. Will Vince ever do that? No, probably not. No, well he's not gonna give up the books until he dies. Period. Can confirm. And I don't know if Triple H will like Triple H. I feel like Triple H is a little bit more forward thinking, but at the same time, like. 
I think they're at this point where like AEW is 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 doing well, better than a lot of us, a lot of people were expecting. And now they're getting to the point now AEW is, is on TNT until 2021. They have a third hour they're going to do. Eventually the roster's going to get bigger and they're going to, and all their issues that people complain about are going to, are going to smooth out and it's going to be a really good alternative to what is there out there. Yeah. So very, very much looking forward. And to plus, that. and plus I think a lot of the, a lot of the issue with professional wrestling now is like, there's just, there's, especially from the WWE, there's just, there's, they have so much time to fill. Yeah. And like you just get it, you just get fatigued because you you can only you know you only want to see, no matter how much you love a particular wrestler like you only want to see them so much yeah. right and you know when you've got three hours when you've got you know three hours to fill on Monday you know you got SmackDown which is another two three just, actually oh, is it three it's now? three now on Fox I don't I don't I don't watch it that often yeah I mean so. either. I read about it and I catch I catch the important. You know, NXT but. is two hours on Wednesdays. AEW is two, but yeah, there's so there's much just, wrestling there's, now. There's NWA now on on YouTube and, and 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 I you you posted something that I couldn't agree with you more between NWA's ten pounds of gold oh. and AEW's Road, Road to. Two. Those those series get me so hyped for those shows, and that's the perfect and for yeah. that, like those especially especially like I really enjoyed the earlier. Ten pounds of gold. When they would talk to people like Cornette, they t- they brought in these older guys to t- to reestablish. Because I think that's one thing that the NWA missed for a, for a long, long time. Is and what you know, part of what Billy Corgan and what they're and Dave Lagana, what they're doing was, which is pretty smart, is that right. they're reestablishing how important the NWA was to professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and and how it's and. I just they're they're doing a lot of really cool things on a on to the common fan a super underground level that I think in the long run will super pay off because they they get they get me I I don't even watch the NWA that often I always watch those yeah the, the they're bringing back the ten pounds of gold they they stopped doing ten pounds of gold because now they have NWA power which yeah. is hit or miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still very interesting. It's at, it's at studio wrestling again, so nobody has entrances. It's they all come out. Everybody's like within earshot. It's it's very interesting. And the NWA has like some interesting characters, but at times it feels like old TNA, where they have brought in they like randomly brought in Scott Steiner. They like oh, randomly man. yeah like for uh for like two episodes. You know, Aaron Stevens is like a, the the NWA national champion, which is like more or less their number two belt. Um, they they have established now again the NWA TV title, but they're doing something cool with called the TV. T- I think it's like uh, they the whoever's a TV title champion. First off, they defend it, and they have six minutes and five seconds to defend the title, basically. So if they if the champion wins the match or goes to the time limit draw, it's they it's almost like a punch card sort of. If they can beat seven wrestlers in a row while defending the title then that person will automatically get an NWA World Heavyweight title shot. Oh, that's cool. Which is a cool concept. But it's like a punch card, uh, everything. Um, so, like, the current current television champion is 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 three wins in. So it's kind of a cool I- I- idea. They have the uh, they already have the NWA Tag Champions, which is Eli Drake, who I really became a fan of. He's super charismatic. He's really good on the microphone. He's more of a body guy, so he's like fucking cut, but he's not bad in the ring. And with him and Cowboy James Storm, it was like a weird, like they threw these two guys it's together. It's a name I haven't heard in forever. Yeah. 
who's just like a just a giant drunk now, but he's cowboy <laughs> doing things. Yeah. I don't know. And then uh, and then you guys still have Nick Aldis as the world cha- world's heavyweight champion, which I always love the NWA world's title. It's by far. Yeah. One of my favorite looking titles. I'll agree to that. Like, and and I even got an enamel pin from it, and the enamel pin looks gorgeous. Like, I love the shape, the look of it. It's classic. It's sleek, but it still holds up to today. Mm-hmm. Like, I think WWE, a lot of WWE's titles are not that great. I love the ADW World Championships. Well, we'll see. All the WWE titles are just their logo with different colors. Yeah, it looks it looks bad. I, I, except their UK titles. The UK titles actually look really good the... and really different. The and the national new, t- and the and the North American title is different too. The new Intercontinental title that Shinsuke did. Hate it. Hate I'm it. back and forth on it. I hate it. I I think it's gross. Yeah. I I want the old white belt back. Yeah. Well, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go that route. So. I don't. I don't know. I just. I really love. I like. There's so much wrestling nowadays now, and that and like New Japan's now doing American shows. You know, there's so much great wrestling now. You have so many great choices that if you don't like what is going on, there's always an alternative. There's so, something for everybody. And I and, and I think that's really cool nowadays now that there's so much more wrestling now in so many different platforms. Yeah, I'll agree to that. So, so Jared hates an eight-year-old. So, <laughs> not quite the transition I was hoping for, but we'll go with No, it. we're going, we're going I just, do. just... So, I do. I hate an eight-year-old. As... You know, kids, 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 kids are a little shit we, sometimes. We've allured to the 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 feud that Jared has with our good buddy Aaron's his son, and <laughs> there's been much talk about it to the point where a lot of people who don't know the story want to know the fucking story. So, yeah. we, so we've brought up Aaron a few times this show. It only seems right that now. You talk about why you hate Trey. Yeah, so Trey's <laughs> Trey's a shithead, and here's why. Uh, one afternoon, Aaron and I were playing uh, Player Unknown's Battleground. We were all playing. You were not playing with yes, us. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. I, I no, it was just Aaron and I. I'm almost positive. I was it was just with you. Aaron and I. I remember. So, uh, we're playing. We're playing duos. We land in a sketchy part of town. Aaron die or well, Aaron didn't die right away, but we're running around together, and I hear this small, childlike childlike voice. It was a couple years ago. I think Trey was six at the time. The small childlike voice asking Aaron why he's not shooting the other guy on the screen. The other guy on the screen happened to be me, and I let it go. You know, children don't know. It's fine. It it is what it is. So. Anyway, he keeps asking, and then Aaron's like, "No, he's a good guy. That's my that's my teammate. He's a good guy." And he's like, "Oh, well, you should shoot him." <laughs> and Aaron keeps telling him no. So fast forward, we get into a gunfight, and Aaron dies tragically. So then they're spectating me as I'm running around, and this little shit who couldn't, <laughs> who couldn't even play the game if he fucking wanted to. Is has the gall, the gall, the gall to sit there and tell Aaron how I'm how I'm playing wrong and about how I should be dead, and <laughs> and asking Aaron why he didn't kill me in the first place, <laughs> and everything I'm doing is wrong. Oh, oh. I hate that kid. So, <laughs> so from that, so then on, you know, I'm running, I'm I'm playing like a bitch now because I don't have a teammate. So, 
I'm cru- you know, let's fast forward another 10 minutes or whatever, I die. And the kid fucking celebrates. The kid has the nutsack to celebrate my death. And I think that was the final straw. And now anytime I hear him over Aaron's headset, I love it when Cassie yelled at him the other night. I thought that was great. And I think Cassie's my new best friend. But no, that is, that is why I hate an eight-year-old. Be- so Because this little shit thinks that he knows more about the world than I do. I, I want to, you know, say, say you get the chance. Say Aaron comes to town. Yeah. Aaron's you better got, not bring that little fucker around me. Aaron's got his three kids with him. Kellen, Kenzie, and Trey. Yeah. Yeah. Trey can stay in a closet. <laughs> do you Do you think there's any chance this beef between you and Trey, a eight-year-old... Jared can literally eat this kid by the sounds of it. Oh, Trey's not very... He's pretty fucking scrawny. I guarantee Jared can eat him in, in at least two meals. Oh. Do you think this beef... That Trey undoubtedly has no fucking clue about. He has no idea a 30-year-old man can't fucking stand him. Do you think this beef could ever be squashed? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think I think he's a douchebag, so... <laughs> you, you, you're saying... I love, I, I love his father like another brother that I never had, but... Hold up. I like how... You say Aaron's another brother that you never had, yet I'm the other brother that you never wanted. Yeah. I feel attacked. Yeah, you should. That, that was the point. That was the point. You're but, like you're you're like the third like the, the the family had two kids and all of a sudden because you know the dad uh, the the mom just wanted a back run and the dad you know whatever and you came out nine months <laughs> that, later. That's how Dane happened. Yeah. No, that's how I happened. That's <laughs> a my good brother point. was playing for. It. I made yeah. I made a joke the other day because it was like the temperatures on Valentine's Day were like in the teens and I'm like so if there's an influx of children I saw late November into Twitter, December you know I know you guys were just trying to get warm. <laughs> I I hope. That one day our world sees peace between you and Trey. I don't. I, I don't want to know. see this feud continue. <laughs> I don't see, know. See Jared fight an eight-year-old. <laughs> I don't know if it ever will because uh, every other time I've ever heard him, he's been nothing but a shithead. So <laughs> Aaron, aside, aside, aside from what Aaron got him to say good night to us the other night. Or was you, it last night? And said, I said no. Yeah, see, he said good night to Aaron. <laughs> no. And then he didn't say good night to me. He said, hey, say good night to Jared. And he said, good night, Jared. I and you, you just goodnight. fucking stonewalled his yeah. ass. It was oh. fucking beautiful. Yeah, well, I didn't like being put in that position. <laughs> I want, Aaron, I know you're going to listen to the show. And I'm pretty sure we'll talk to you probably tomorrow night or something. <laughs> I need you if you have the kids. <laughs> I want Trey on the headset. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not playing. It's, we're gonna do it right we're, in the middle of us playing. It's fine. I'll just fucking mute you all. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you ever fucking underestimate how petty I can be. No, I know how petty you are. Yeah. You are the reason my, I'm my, half as petty as I yeah, am. Yeah. I'm my nickname was Tom. That's how petty I am. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty fucking petty. Yeah. Fuck. That's funny. Yeah, that's that's why I don't like an eight year old. Well, I mean, rightfully so. Kids can be little shits. 
So you meant so you mentioned Scott Steiner earlier. Yeah. And I was having flashbacks. Huh? Yeah. Huh? No, I was having flashbacks to what was the WrestleMania game that was for GameCube? Uh, Day of Reckoning? No, no, no. There was a, it was like a rest. It was like a WrestleMania title. Eighteen? Was it something like that? To the Google, where you could fight at the harbor. Because um, we used to play it at Peapods all the time. Uh, Goldberg was in it. Uh, was it a SmackDown vs. Raw or something? I don't think. I thought it was a WrestleMania. Thought it was WrestleMania something. XIX, so 19. Yes, thank you. Where I you could, close. Where you could wrestle in the harbor and the point was to get people to go through the cages. Yeah. yeah. And I was always Scott Steiner doing push-ups on the cage. <laughs> yeah. Because for some reason, every taunt that Scott Steiner's ever had in a video just, game was push-ups. Just push-ups? <laughs> ha! I will, my favorite thing will forever be when in TNA, well, they're both in TNA, one where he's doing math. Well, yeah, yeah that's, 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 a that's a classic. That's the best promo. And when he's hanging out with, or with I think it was Tomco. Oh, you're yeah. a redneck. You're a red. Get my bags. Get my bags. Get my bags. You're, you're an Get my bags, Ted. <laughs> oh. Fucking Scott Steiner, man. God, just fucking batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah. With a giant heart tattoo on his chest. Yeah, it's kind of goofy looking. It's, I don't know. So is Brock Lesnar's fucking sword. Dildo with the tattoo knuck- on his chest? The sword with the knuckles, uh, the, the brass knuckles in the end. I don't know, whatever. Brock Lesnar can go fucking pound rocks. Uh, <laughs> He'll pound Sable. Uh, not anymore. They're divorced. Are they really? I think so. Mm, Pretty know. sure. Hey, Siri, is, is, is Brock Lesnar dating Sable still? Uh, you, ever see, you ever see a picture of Brock Lesnar's daughter? No. Don't. The, oh, the, oh the, the, one, the one that he had before he got married? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it looks like if Brock Lesnar wore a wig. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> He's so big. Apparently. <laughs> so big. Are they still together? Apparently they're still together. Word! Although, Good for them. Brock Lesnar... Daughter. Oh God. <laughs> oh, oh God. Here we go. Here oh we go. God. Yeah. With a wig. Holy there shit. There it is. I'm there sure she's is. a lovely girl, but good I've... God, she is her father. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That is one thousand percent just <laughs> female Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh. We apologize for anybody we offended on this episode. I, or not. Oh, whatever. I apologize to Brock Lesnar's daughter so Brock Lesnar doesn't come beat the shit out of yeah. me. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it's all jokes. Don't hurt me, Mr. Brock Lesnar. It's all jokes and yokes and <laughs> whatever. It's definitely not a trick, though. Because tricks are what whores do for money. <laughs> oh. Let's see here. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about there, brother? How many beers did you drink? That was the this six. Is, this is number six. Wow. That's the whole point of this podcast. I know. Yeah. You're impressive. I still got to drive 20 minutes home. Well, so do I. I got about yeah. one gulp left in number five, and number six is on the way. You got a farther drive, though. Well, yeah, no, you no. got to go all the way to fucking Bowling Green. Yeah, yeah you have a farther drive. Than, you have at least 40 minutes, then. Eh, depending on which way you take. Yeah. You take it 25, you take it 75. I, I, I spice it up. Yeah. yeah. See how you I got about 20 minute I don't drive. I take the express. I got a 20 minute drive out of a lightweight. I had two and a half. 
Yeah, sometimes I don't even take the expressway. I just take the city I streets. Two, yeah. two the, what's, what's, the, what's the alcohol per volume on, on think, a regular period? I think Pabst is a five, if that. Is it a five? It doesn't say. Ah, who the fuck knows? Fuck, whatever. I, don't, yeah, I, I, don't two, I had two Pabst coffees. The, and those and are five. Those are five, yeah. I'm just lightweight, so. But the it's pizza right. helped. It's all right. You're a dreamboat, though. Yes. Oh, well, thank God. Have you... Have... I mean, just look at them. Like, oh, it'll shucks. You're gonna make them I'm surprised I haven't Would passed just out. Just look at it. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> like, I'm surprised there hasn't been like part of the show where you just hear me just... Oh. Because I passed out from the rush of blood oh, to my I know penis. What I, I, at I know what I wanted to bring up. Because I... And I because... Peapod was sitting in with us. This is why I started watching it again. Right. So I've watched You Don't Mess With the Zohan like three times oh, this week. Oh, God. Do you Fuck. know? How many times did we you watch know, that at you, your apartment? You know, you know that the one day that we watched it three times in a row? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm well aware that like, we like, 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 we watch it and we go, you want to watch it again? Yeah. yeah. So we watch it again and go, you want to watch it again? <laughs> we put it a third time. <laughs> Hello, Jackie. A real man can disco and cook the fish. So let's go. So let's go. Fucking, my wife loves Adam Sandler, but like we absolutely love you. No matter what's on, I haven't watched that film in such in a minute. Yeah, no, I watch it now. I had to replay the the Phantom Mukin Tukin restaurant bit over again because that's one of my favorite parts. You press this button, free HBO. You are going to get spoiled. In fact, the Mukhin took. You'll never know who you'll meet. <laughs> just like fucking, just like like uh, I'll take a I'll take a fizzy bubbler, raspberry. Ah, <laughs> uh, we had so many fucking good I want, memories of that. Apartment. I, I want I want yogurt shop in Mukhin Tukin restaurant. No, no, no. I want one of your wives. No. no. One BB touch. Okay. 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 <laughs> I want one BB touch. Y'all, this one a PP touch. Uh, I no, it, it, that that apartment was like one of the like because it, it was me, and my my one of my good friend Gary. Fucking uh, Gary. Fucking Gary. Brother brother is married, and he's living in Cleveland. And his wife's a big old nerd, just like he is. Perfect. Yeah, they're they're great. Like well, I, I mean, for a while we didn't believe you actually had a roommate. No, yeah, no. It's like, oh yeah, no, my yeah, roommate Peapod, you're the only person in this apartment. Because Gary, Gary, Gary worked in engineering, so he was gone also on an engineering semester, and also worked at Target, so he was not there a lot of the times. <laughs> Sometimes he was, but it was just like all of us. Like fucking in the timeline, we got that 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 broken trash like bumper pool. <laughs> we brought it up. Apartment was small enough as it is. That was the day you yelled at a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, like I always saw it, it's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's a cop." Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I just remember all hey, of us yelling, hey, Chris, "Chris, what?" <laughs> Hi, officer. Oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> but like, and, like at one time we've had like twelve people. Yeah. Like in that apartment, it was okay. It was it was us three, and then it was it was age. It, it was your age, right? Yeah, it was Nick. <laughs> I it was, am it, AJ. It, it was Nick. As us three, it was Nick. It was ADL. It was, it was uh, Colleen. It was Amanda. I think Mr. Brian as well. Yeah. I think the one blonde-headed girl that, that ADL sometimes dated. You know who was actually there that night, too? I was still dating Shelby at the time because Shelby signed that So thing. Shelby, oh, the yeah. girl I was kind of seeing uh, before. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was like 11 people. Yeah, there were a lot of people. There was a lot of people in that small-ass apartment. I'm pretty sure if, like, the fire department was doing, like, fire checks. Yeah, we would have we like, been a like, Y'all need to get the fuck up yeah, out of here. Like, you're, six of you need to get the hell y'all out Y'all are a hazard. Yeah. And we're all just yelling, playing video games. and like. I don't know how you never, we never got noise complaints. Oh, my God. I only got a noise complaint once, and I was having sex. What? Damn, Chris, how loud are you? Apparently loud enough. (laughs) Just loud enough that it was quiet on Saturday night. What the fuck are you doing home on a Saturday night? Go do something. Or someone. Just fucking peepod. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I was really excited back then. It was the first time. So, uh, (laughs) it was fucking, like, you know, there was, like, a lot of people in that apartment. And I never, like, it always shocked me. Just, like... I felt like now looking back, I felt back for all the women that was just there, just sitting us, listening to us, us all loud just ass yelling people, at each other, yelling, yeah. playing video games yeah, on some, a small some, ass television. Yeah. Some of us with no shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> some of us, you. Yeah. Yeah. Jared well, most, had no. Yeah. Mostly me. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I still talk to like regularly? Colleen. Really? I talk to Colleen yeah. every once in a while. She's such a sweetheart. That, that girl. I always thought I I always thought I don't know if she listens. She probably doesn't. But no, like I always no, thought no. I was always wishing that you you and her would get together. Oh no! Well, there's well we we'll talk off here. Okay, that. cool. <laughs> there are things. There are things we can't we can't express yeah, on we'll, there. We'll talk off One of my favorite memories, and we've briefly mentioned this, but we wanted to save the whole story for when you were here. Oh god! Was when Nick pooped on your. Couch. Oh my. <laughs> We're all like sitting there and we're talking and yelling and whatnot. And all of a sudden he goes, he just stops, dead sits, and he just stops and goes, I gotta go home. He took the cushion with him. And he he gets up and there's a big old old wet spot on the cushion and everything. And he just goes, I'm gonna take this with me. And I'm just sitting there in shock, just going, the fuck just happened? As he texted some of us a couple hours later, like, I, I, uh, shit my pants on Peabot's couch. <laughs> As I just remember, it was, we were all laughing, then we got quiet, then Nick just goes, I gotta, I gotta go. go. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, so abrupt. And I felt bad for him, because, like, I, but, like, I also, I also, uh, like, I've never, I've never gotten that close that I didn't know. Like, I've gotten close that I would laugh or, like, fart and go, oh. Like, I need to... Brother, I, I shit my pants last week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... I, I've never been to that point where I'm just, no. like... I, I just, like... I mean, I've go. been close, but then I then I shit uh, by an old lady's porch. <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about that I, story. Yeah, I've, I've gotten close to the point where I'm just, like, I I gotta I gotta go to the bathroom. And then that's it. But I've never been to the point where I'm just, like... Yeah, see, I'm, I'm very lactose intolerant. So, before I went to bed, I decided... Wait, so why... What, we had pizza. Yeah, fine. I don't give a fuck. I don't give one fuck. Right. So I had two bowls of cinnamon toast crunch before I went to bed that that night. And you had regular milk. Yeah, I drink two percent like it's crazy. I don't fuck trying. Wow. I'm thirty. Fuck it. If I die because I shit my pants because I or I shit too much because of lactose. See, like I can't do ice cream or ice cream will make me feel like absolute garbage. Oh, I can drink half a milkshake, run, shit my brains out, come back, finish that milkshake, go for round two. No, I don't care. I will. It's worth it. It's gotten to the point where I'm like super sensitive to the point where I'm just like I can't. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. Fucking balls to the wall. Let's go. Yeah. So I woke up. I was like, my tummy's feeling a little funny. No big deal. I got to the end of my street to Jackman, trusted a fart. Uh, oh, there it is. Shit my pants. Had to come back. I finished the poop. I called my boss and went, I'm going to be uh, I'm gonna be a little late. 
Uh, there was an incident. I got a. Uh, I'll be late. Yeah, I was. I was very late. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the the apartment had. I wish it was. What else? Like other than just us, all of us just hooping and hollering, fucking playing Soul Calibur, a tiny ass television, and then we got a, like a slightly bigger television afterwards. Yeah, yeah, like, but I mean, it wasn't much better. Yeah, it wasn't well, much better. Well, no. then when you got the apartment just up on Lewis. Yeah. Um. We had a couple of big shindigs there. Yeah. When I dressed as you for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and I was dressed up as Batman, and my girlfriend at the time was uh, Robin. Yeah. Yeah. And then we. That we nobody all... liked. <laughs> yeah, nobody liked her. No. I didn't know her that well. No. So. Um, you didn't miss much. I won't pass judgment. No. <laughs> uh, we were all playing rock band. And I, I was. Think... I was just told to be nice to her because she was your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had a a pep talk. You had a pep talk there. of just like, hey, well, look, you, man. well, yeah, well. The people need to brief me on who I need to be nice to. Because <laughs> yeah, otherwise you just yeah. have no fucking filter. Yeah. Right. Then we, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember playing Rock Band. Yeah. 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 Rock Band. Everybody was shirtless at I, that yeah. point. I demanded shirtless Rock Band. Yeah, you yeah. did. That was fun. Yeah. So, it was, it was a jolly good time. It was. Then we were playing Magic at that fucking, at that party, too. Where I don't remember. I don't know. I found my Magic cards the other day. I think I'm going to start playing again. Really? Yeah. Rules have changed so yeah, much. Dude, I don't play like, new you rules. You like buy new cards. Fine, I'm not playing in like tournaments and shit. I got a couple people. One guy I work with that still plays. Really? Yeah, and he's he and I are gonna. I was like, I, I just know don't you make still enough money for collectibles anymore. I really don't. I had to stop buying comics because I just kinda, what? I, yeah, I had to stop the, buying comics for how, a while. How is your heart feeling about that decision? It, it, it hurts because I don't. <laughs> But, like, now that I think about it, like, a lot of, like, I have a lot of comics that I still need to, like, read, like, old stuff, like, older stuff, and trades that I, like, I need to go back and read. But, like, with my schedule and everything, I don't have time to just, like, sit and do it nowadays. So it just kind of ends up collecting dust, which sucks, because I want to read more comics. Uh, But, yeah, I... uh, I recently I recently bought some new comics from a, a writer locally, but uh, unfortunately now like th- there was a there was a situation that has come out and maybe somewhat soured upon him now, which sucks because I, I liked him as a as a person and as a writer, but like now like the, a situation has come about. I'm not gonna get into it because I don't I still don't know all the details. I only know what I'm seeing from like third person standpoint yeah. point of view, but I'm like, man, that sucks. Like even just like, you know. When you like something or someone, and then something questionable happens, and you're like, eh, and then like, and, and if you were like a big fan of it, like it's you, like you almost feel like you shouldn't be a fan anymore. Exactly, but you're just like, well, it, it, it becomes that, that that topic of just like, can you separate the art from the person? Yeah, which is very hard because sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Like you know, obviously the talk is like Michael Jackson is like one of the one of the icons of music, but like. Is there proof and somewhat questionable acts with him and kids? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you stop supporting him, or do you still recognize like you, in the pro wrestling world? Chris Benoit was a tremendous technical wrestler and a great character, even to the point that his son from his first marriage uh, wants to be known as uh, uh, David Benoit and use like the moves and everything. Do you? Do you separate it because Chris Benoit snapped and killed his family? Killed his family himself because of so many concussions. Do you separate the art from the artist? Like it's really weird uh, time frame. And now, like with the internet and like you know keyboard warriors and like social justice warriors, so sometimes it is good to talk about, and sometimes it's just you know trying to make a mountain yeah, over a molehill. Hundred percent. Like 
what do you do? It's so weird nowadays of like how pop culture and 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 actions and things like that. Like, and people get so bent out of shape and like. Yeah, we should be more understanding about certain things, but also at the same time, like, we can't be so understanding and so safe to the point that nobody can do anything that is entertaining that could rub somebody the wrong way just for the sheer fact of comedy, entertainment, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, they, they like the internet wanted to make Jim Carrey a, a fucking, bad guy. Yeah. A bad guy, even though, like, the, like, he was being interviewed for the Sonic the Hedgehog film. Which is again a thing that I never expected to see now in 2020, but here we are. I'm still pumped to go see it. I kind of want to see it. It, it looks. Mean, I've heard. I'm it's a funny. giant Sonic fan. Yeah, I, I heard it was. Really I saw. I saw a preview for it, where he asked James Marsden how to get to San Francisco, and then he ran to San Francisco and back, but he ran into the water and he showed up with a fish on his head. <laughs> I'm in. It's no. funny. It's no, it, no. It looks cute. It's, but. I think it's gonna be directed more towards kids. Oh yeah, of course, though. No, but <laughs> but like Jim Carrey, like a uh, 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 like a British, uh, uh, you know, pretty pretty British girl interviewing him, and he's like, you know, would you have anything on your bucket list? And he said, just you and only you, and that's it. And uh, like meeting, like that's the end of the interview. But everybody in the internet started coming out of the woodwork, yeah, of course saying they that, did. saying that you know he's a womanizer, or whatever. And we're like, really? Jim Carrey has been like the number one person talking about like being kind and everything like that. And he cracked it like a uh, like a uh, just a off the cuff joke. Yeah, like I just I, I was I was watching an interview with him, some random fucking bro, right? And it was about what. Jim Carrey thinks are the top three Jim Carrey movies. And I was very pleasantly happy or surprised to, to know that Ace Ace Ventura made his top three. What was his top three? Uh he had a, he has a very soft spot for cable guy. Right. Yeah, cable um, guy yeah. really good. E uh Eternus, Eternal Sunshine. That was a great film. Which I've never seen all of it. It's a good film. Um and then I go Ace, back and forth on it. Like there's sometimes I watch it and I go, That's a good movie. There are other times I've watched it and I've gone, I don't know how I feel about it. And then he said Ace Ventura is one that really kind of kicked off who he, him as an actor. Cause right. And then he said The Truman Show. Oh, I yeah. I love The Truman Show. I've never yeah. seen The Truman Show, oh, but I need man. to. Oh, yeah. So, because I, I, I've heard that movie's fucking bananas. It is. The Truman Show's really good. Yeah. Plus, it's got Ed Harris in it. Like, And I know yeah. I know you love Ed Harris. I, the, you could put Ed Harris in Like, that's what drew me into watching Westworld on HBO. Was that I heard that show was really good. Oh, it is really good. Plus, Ed Harris is in it. <laughs> like, As we established, you yeah, love Ed Harris. Yeah. Talk about it, I think, well, it's got Ed Harris. Ed Ed Harris. Like, he even made The Rock, that movie with Sean Connery and Nick Cage. He made that movie good because he was the villain. I, yeah. I saw that movie fucking forever ago. But that was the last, I've only watched again, it once. I also have a soft spot in my heart for Nick Cage movies. Well, regardless yeah. of how ridiculous they are. Well, yeah. I will forever love National Treasures. Oh, yeah. Those movies are great. And Con Air will always have a soft spot. And Gone in 60 Seconds is one of my favorite movies ever. I also liked when Andy Samberg impersonated him on SNL with the segment Get in the Cage. (laughs) I don't remember that. Where he was was Nick Cage and he'd bring in different actors and talk about acting, quote unquote. Did he bring in Nick Cage? Yes, yeah. I think one of my favorite SNL bits will still be fucking um, Peyton Manning. Oh, where he's oh with the kids <laughs> he's playing football. He yeah. just pegs the kid in the back of the fucking head. 
teaches him how to break into a car. <laughs> oh. I just noticed you have a Childish Gambino poster in your in, in your studio. Oh yeah, dude, I love Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is the best. His music's fucking phenomenal. His is great. He's a good comedian. He's a, he's a phenomenal actor. He, he he made Han Solo watchable because he was Lando Calrissian. Yep. To me, he well, see, in that instance, he's Donald Glover. Well, yeah, but still, but the same person. Yeah. But he, to me, was the perfect person to play Lando. Oh yeah. It was a perfect. It, it, he's a good. He's a very good actor. He's a very good comedian. He's very entertaining, and I can't wait for new music from him. And he he's he's one of those actors that you know not many actors are so fluid nowadays. Just he's feel like, so I good. just like there's not many people that makes me get out of my seat or you let me you know pay attention for more than a couple of seconds. Yeah, I don't know if it's the world that we live in because it's you know the see this is what happens when you give me alcohol. Then you just like the filter goes down. And on everything, <laughs> but like, just in like, both in just like attitude and just like my thoughts on the world. But like, it, there's not many people in the world we live in because we're all like concentrating on the phones and like instant gratification and everything. There's not many people that keeps your attention. And Donald Glover is one of those people that keeps your attention very well. Yeah. There was a, I forget which late night show he was on. I think it was Colbert. But Ugh. there was Ugh. a. A Girl Scout that was using his song Redbone to I sell... I want to say it's Colbert. It was yeah, Colbert, To yeah. sell Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. And they brought him on, or her on the show when they were doing his interview. Yeah. And he just straight up bought every Girl Scout cookie she had and started giving them to the crowd. Yeah. I was I like, saw that. fuck yeah, Donald. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like that. Shit like that is, is, is awesome. Like, I feel like sometimes when a celebrity does like gets all like political or social and like commentary and whatnot it feels so forced but like I feel like that's like he's like super genuine and, like, yeah I feel I like think he'd be I think like there's not too. enough there's not enough like genuine people in the world right now and there's not a lot of people that do stuff just out of excuse me I'm having a moment uh, you, you're having like a genuine conversation I'll give you credit you, you finished that thought that sentence had, like, had we not laughed at your fucking fart you'd have carried down like a fucking he, professional and the only reason I laughed is cause, because you kept going yeah like he was like so in your dark and the Donald Glover is just <laughs> you carried down like a fucking champ a true professional <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I allegedly am. <laughs> Don't ask my coworkers that though. They think I'm still a fucking prick or whatever. Uh, whatever. Well, because I'm, I've like, and I don't, I don't want to dog my job, obviously, because I don't know who's listening. But like, like I'm like ten years younger than like a lot of people in the building, so like I see things a little bit different. Like I look yeah. ahead. So like that's why I love doing my morning show again. Like just getting interesting people doing things and like musicians and whatnot. Like that's the whole reason. Like a lot of people got into radio. Or, uh, people are interested in radio. It's just like this idea of just like. You, you turn in, you tune in to hear the person talk about certain things and talk about people that are interesting. And, like, nowadays, like, it's all about just, like, the dollar. So, like, you bring in people that are spending money. But sometimes you don't have to. Sometimes you just got to bring on the, pe- the, the little, little old woman who has a bake sale at the VFW. Like, you know, you have to bring in some of those people. You connect with the audience better. And if you don't connect with the audience, then you don't have an audience. Yeah. So like if you're if you're not showing love for where you're at and where the people you are, so I always I always say, you know, like this is you know, when I bring people on, it's like it's interesting people doing interesting things in our city that you may or may not know about. And like and that's we need more of. 
It shouldn't be just about you talking all the time. You know, it should be, you know, and it shouldn't be always about the music all the time. It should be a good combination of all these things is, is, is the people, is the guests, and how you flow from one thing to another. So, like, and that's what I've always enjoyed about radio, and that's what I always enjoyed about, like, you know, doing these passion projects of, like, the po- with the On The Radio podcast and the radio show coming up with it and, you know, things like that. And, and like, doing things with, like, great people with it, like you guys and some of the other shows that I've guest started on that, like, they're, they're giving me a platform, and I'll just turn around and use the platform doing something else. Like, if I've reached this point of, like, public notoriety, and I'm putting finger quotes around that... <laughs> You know, I I rather just use that for something genuine and showing more people stuff because it's so hard to keep people's attention nowadays. Mm-hmm. That you need to have those moments of just like, hey, look at this thing, listen to this thing, give your two and a half minutes to five on this thing, and 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 do it. And if people like it, and if people find it interesting, or you make it sound like it's interesting enough, people stick around and people will support it. At least that's what I believe. So, and I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that one hundred percent. I still did it with the fart and everything, so proud of you, man. So, I've, as is show tradition, I've finished my six beers. I believe Jared has finished his. I finished three. Hey. That's okay. We we believe I appreciate you guys getting the the Pabst Blue Ribbon coffee. You participated. Yes. Thank you. So, before we close the show, I I mean, Peapad, you just gave a a very good speech about why you're in radio and, and why you love what you do. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? I mean, uh, I, if you're in the Toledo area, I do a morning show on on 100.7 FM. It's a it's a rock radio station called 100.7 The Zone, uh, which I'm I'm super glad is back. Yeah, me too, t- t- dude. Like I I would I I will say this. Like I I said that like when it went away, and I'm like I don't really want it to make it come back unless there was like some balls behind it. But like they brought it back, and then like the people behind it are like a lot more like for it now and they believe in it more so and I'm like and I miss doing a morning show and I miss like I said before like giving a platform to people mm-hmm. so like I, I think it was missing from like what was going on in, in Toledo Radio so like I'm very glad to be back on it but yeah I do weekdays from, from 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, on that you can also listen online if you're outside of the area on toledoszone.com there's an S there Toledo's zone.com um, I also host a music podcast that features artists and studio performances and interviews with acts coming to and from the greater midwestern areas it's called the on the radar podcast it's on Facebook Twitter Instagram at on the radar PC it's also on all the major podcast platforms iTunes Spotify Google Play iHeart etc uh, so go check that out and uh, check out bands that are you know from our backyard traveling through up and coming acts newly signed acts and just like music and bands of all t- shapes and sizes doing rad things uh, and having rad stories. So Cool people doing cool shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and that's it. That's all I got. You got anything you want to you wanna shout out there, brother? <laughs> no, this is all I do. That and video games. I do this. And work. I, uh... Some cooking. Yeah, I do this. I cook. I play video games. When's Omelette Day coming back? Oh, oh that's a good fucking question. No, I, that's that's. You I'm, need to pitch omelet day again. I never got I'm, to be a I'm part a, of that. I'm above that station now, man. Oh, if you're above it, that means you can talk down to people. That's for that's for people underneath my station. I just always dude. love when he when he was when it was omelet day. I love seeing like, those. It's just, like, it's just like come on, come eat, come all. It's now time to embark on a jury that is omelet day or something. Yeah, it was always lines. it was so fucking. Like grandiose and just fucking massive, yes. like this big deal. I'm like, 
I could never get down. It was the verbal. Work. It was the verbal equivalent of the Canadian destroyer. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was it was fun, and that's and that's how that's how I got that's how I got a lot of people to show up. I know my parents made it down there like twice. Yeah, and and they scared the shit out of me because like I'm I'm standing there I'm standing at my burners just you know flipping omelets whatever very hungover because it's, <laughs> I did every omelet day hungover. And, uh, which terrified my cooks, but that's okay. I was the boss, whatever. And uh, uh, and I just turn around, and there and there are your folks, just like fucking bright eyed, bushy tailed, wanting some fucking omelets. I'm like, oh Jesus, it's too uh, early for you. Hi. <laughs> yeah, no, I used to. So we'd o- we'd open the doors at nine o'clock, right? Yeah. And I'd go out, and we'd do this on a Sunday. So Saturday, I'd go out, or no, we'd do it on, yeah, no, it was Sunday. So Saturday night, I'd go out and get wrecked. <gasps> Sounds about right. <laughs> I'd go out, I'd go out and get just destroyed. And I'd, sh- and I'd show up, originally I started showing up at 8, and then it just progressively got later. <laughs> and, like, my cooks, my, my cooks had me down to the point where, like, if they didn't see me by 8, th- they didn't worry unless they didn't see me by, like, 20 to 9. <laughs> And, and a lot of times they would start getting stuff ready for me because they knew that when my hungover ass walked in there, if I didn't have things ready for me, I was going to steal their shit. <laughs> so I got to the point where I'd walk in and, and I know, and I know that Timmy listens to this, who, who used to be in that position because I'd walk in and Timmy would go, uh, your meats are ready, boss. Because he knew that if that if that if they weren't, I was just gonna steal whatever he had. <laughs> like, and then I would I would cobble together this omelet setup in twenty minutes, and then I I'd, I'd cook omelets till my hangover wore off. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, before before we close out the show, I wanna wanna shout out my fantasy football podcast. I know the football season's over. Uh, we'll- you cover XFL. We, we're going to talk about it a little bit. It's not, it's all fantasy related. We're not really getting into fantasy football with the XFL, right. but what we have, we're going to be putting out a new episode. We're recording this on Saturday. So Sunday. So by the time this is out, probably Monday morning, you'll already have heard the fantasy football podcast. Maybe I put them out both the same day. I don't fucking know. I'm in charge of things, um, which is a bad idea. <laughs> um, so uh, plug that. And give a shout out to my buddy Alex, um, who is currently at UT, who just had one of the basketball directors for the Mac on his podcast across the campus. Wow. Um, he had it was I, f- I forget the guy's name. He was he's big into doing director work for you know the Mid American Conference. Wow. For for basketball, and the dude was super hyped the entire time to have the guy. You know, he's a Mac guy being from UT. His co-host is at Ball State, another Mac team. Um, so I always love to give give Alex a shout-out when I can because he and I kind of started this podcast journey around the same time with my fantasy football podcast and his co- podcast, and he and I collaborate on, hey, I got this cool idea, what do you think about this? Or, hey, what do you think I should do with this show? So I always like to plug him. But aside from that, what are we talking about next week? Oh, that's a good question. Because we we need we need to leave the we need to leave the people with a, <laughs> with with something they that they can also top ten. 
We need to leave, leave the people wanting, if you will. Yeah. I came up with last week's top ten. What do you, what do you want to come up with this week's? I mean, I don't know. Mine are all, like, the ones I've thought are, like, really specific. Like what? Like, I was, because I was, because all I've been doing is, like, watching top tens on, like, on fucking a bunch of different shit. So, I don't know if you want to go something, I was, th- and plus, since, uh, since our local music, music expert was on. <laughs> uh, today I was thinking that I was thinking a lot about music. So you want you want to do like bands, or do you want to get like super specific into like genres? Th- but that'll take forever. Let's do top ten favorite bands. Okay, it's good. Uh, I'm in. So it's good. I'm, I'm excited, excited for Jared to yell at you about your 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 taste. Of music. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna put like one band just like one spot too low, and my head's gonna be thrown <laughs> no, through this fucking. I'm wall. not worried about you putting <laughs> bands too low. I'm more concerned about what bands you put too high, because I know that's coming. I I I can feel <laughs> I can feel it in my. Bones. I can already tell you my top three. I can feel. I it tell in my I'll bones. tell you one thing. Like my taste in music has definitely changed since like the last like because when like we were in college, I was like super into like butt rock. It was just, and like, you just like, like you radio rock, but more or less that's, you know, for lack of a better term, but like, it's gotten like more eclectic. It's like, it's gone to like post rock and like, like a borderline, like this wall of sound and like metal core and just like, Dude, my, you know, I'm with you. Like my phones, like I have a bunch of country music on my phone. Ugh. Uh, I, I, do, I enjoy I country. country. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of death, like speed metal, death metal, hardcore. I got really into a band from the UK called Barry Tomorrow. Fucking rad as shit. And they got new <laughs> music coming out. You know, I'm surprised we had Peapot on the show when we hardly talked about music. Well, well it's because we talked about wrestling. We talked about wrestling. It's like, it's it's comics, wrestling, and music. That's yeah. like literally We'll, what we'll get is. you on the show again. We'll probably go over music. That's fine. Forever. I'm more than happy. More than happy to talk about music and like... The way things are nowadays. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's another. Uh, uh, you were a big reason with how much you push local music. Why? Yeah. We wanted to get local music acts on yeah. our show for our intro. So, if you know any bands that'd be interested in it, this is like free publicity. Just like you pl- you let them use your like thirty seconds of a song. Whatever. Yeah, that's all we need. Just be something. Just be. Just be so. cool. Cheap plugs everywhere. So. What. Oh, you like, you like, geared up to your yeah, mic. Yeah, like, you were going to say something. You were going to no, say just something. And we just stared like, at me funny. Nope. nope. So, All right. But we, we're just over that two-hour mark. Last week was our first show under the two-hour mark, so it feels right that we get back <laughs> over it. Uh, it, was, it was an hour and 58 minutes, so we were barely under <laughs> it. But we got under it, so we will close the show. Peapod, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having you me. You are a fantastic guest and a, an even better friend. I love yes. you both. I'm so glad I got to see you, and we should do this more often, not necessarily just with microphones. We, but. Yeah, we, we just definitely need to get together. More. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, with that being said, correct. we will talk to you all in the future. I felt like I needed to add something there. I appreciated it. Yeah. I'm just waiting for this nerd to finally get to his goodbye. Oh. Huh. Keepa. Uh oh, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs>